Mic check, mic check, mic check. Watermasters Podcast, I'm your host, Main, of course. Hey, yo, drop that. You ready? Go ahead, drop it right now. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Morning Masters Podcast, your host, main of course. I got a dope, dope, dope episode for y'all today, man. This is this is probably one of the dopest ones I did in a long time, man. Everyone I think is dope, but this one is just different. I didn't know this man from nowhere. I mean, I knew him from Facebook, but you know, never met him a day in my life. But the vibe was there, the energy was there, the podcast was just amazing. We did like an hour and thirty, hour and forty. Don't quote me on it. Um, Cross Creek alumni, a proud Cross Creek alumni at that. Uh, and tell you to your face, you know what I'm saying? And I think I just like the way he stood up for his alumni, yeah, stood up for his school. You don't see that often, especially in the city, uh, with a lot of jokes flying at school. We set the record straight on him, talked about his stance on just social injustice, upbringing, um, being militant, being who you say you are. Just, I think everything he spoke about was just dope to me, like honestly, hell up. Hey. But all jokes aside, um, some some things you gotta let ride. That's a classic song. Gotta let ride. But um, me and him spoke about a lot, man. We did like an hour and forty. Um, dope, dope episode. I learned a lot from him. You know what I'm saying? Um, more snippets coming out. Make sure you check the snippets out and post it on Morning Masters Facebook page all week. Uh, make sure you go check out the Lacoya Terry episode I just dropped last week. Um, I'm working on some episodes this week. And I'm just working, man. We working. Um, shout out to Eric, of course, Eric Eitzen. Um, dope episode. You know what I'm saying? If you want to follow his handle, he says he says it at the end of the podcast. So make sure you go do that and go follow him and get that man of support. Um, I gotta stop the record. I'm sorry. Get that man of support and you know definitely, definitely, definitely listen to the whole episode. Um, I'm giving out uh five dollar cash apps to the first uh five people that can send me a review uh to either more. TTMasters at gmail.com or hit me up on Facebook at More Than Masters Faithful page and you can either share the link and, and tag More Than Masters Faithful page and post your, post your review or you can actually just message me the review um, and I'm going to pick the best one to read it. I'm going to start doing that from now on. So with that being said, man, I'm going to start this episode off right. Um, Eric Eitzen, Cross Creek alumni. Let's get it. Check, mic check, mic check. Mic check. More than Masters Podcast and your host main, of course. Got a guest with me today. Um, I, I was gonna have you say your name first. I'm gonna try it because your last name to me is it sounds like well, it looks like it could be hard to pronounce. I'm gonna try it. Is try it. it. Everybody try it. Say, say it again. Eatson. Try it one more time. Eitson. Try it one more time. You Jesus almost Christ. Uh, 
Yatesen? Itson. Itson. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's Just out. Drop the E and read it. <laughs> <laughs> drop the okay. E and read it, man. Yo, Eric Itson. Yeah, what's good? How man? you doing, man? I'm here, man. I'm happy to be here at home. Definitely. Uh, you know, I, I, we've been favorite friends for a good minute. I kind of watched you for a while, so definitely. I know that um, you 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 definitely everything you you post and talk about is definitely podcast material. Yeah. Better the type of stuff I'm on. Um, yeah. When it, and I and I noticed that you watched a lot of the live videos like Half Hour Black Power. Yeah. You take a liking to certain content. And I, I I like that. I think it's dope. I normally yeah. see you comment. When you do comment, it's always extensive and most definitely you know something real. It's necessary. Yeah, and, it's, and you always you actually point out stuff to me. You'll send me in directions. Like I think I posted something one time. It was a guy and a, a woman and a guy. You remember they was talking about love or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, you 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 direct me to the actual full video. I didn't know it was a full video. Uh -huh. They posted a snip. I took it from Twitter. It was from Doug Baldwin and his and his yes, um. This conversation with I think uh, Jane something, but it was just two people. It yeah. was back from like nineteen, I think seventy two. It was dope though, uh, but yeah, you, you was telling me that that was a that was a small portion of it. You know that was saying? yeah, the snipping. It I think is misconceived. Yeah, the, exactly. The, there was exactly. a big misconception uh, from what was being said, and then the actual caption that was made about it. Right, and I was trying to get people to understand, which is I think a, is a big problem in our community. We'll take a snippet and use that as the whole as as opposed to you know listening to an entire conversation to get the context the true right, context right. and the true meaning so yeah <laughs> i mean that's a, that's the social that's the social media era right now like you yeah. know you take and yeah. even from you know even now they they take little snippets from people's songs and they yeah you yeah. think about the even the let's say something small the Kevin Hart tweets back in the day they take right. that little them three tweets but not and they will, anything said <laughs> will be held against you but you know how yeah. Twitter was back in the day like you them three tweets you have it'd be like a twenty tweet story though you know what I'm saying yeah, so you yeah, take yeah. three it's gonna look bad but it's gonna look really bad look all twenty it's not really that bad you nah, think about it. you got it this context <laughs> you know what I mean but that I, that's that's like you say that's our society today now. yeah that's the world we know it today. we got our uh, attention span is no longer than three seconds. Laziness too, like pe oh, some, yeah. some people know it's more, but they they they're not willing to go back and find out more. Exactly, you feel like you it's know only it like already. Cliff notes yeah. from a situation, already, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, man, but um, yeah, I'm glad to have you on today. You know, so I, when me you spoke, I said I want to have you on. Yeah. I knew I I didn't know you lived so far. Honestly, I didn't know you live yeah in Houston, Houston, Houston yeah. Texas. Well, I'm I. I live in Missouri City, Texas, which is only ten miles outside of Houston. Ah, okay. But I mean, you just said Houston, kind of like Atlanta. It's kind of like Latonia to Atlanta. Yeah, pretty much. I was about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> live in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> live in Atlanta. Everybody live in Houston. You know, you live in Sugarland. Sounds <laughs> yeah, the address. Man. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, so how like how, what's it like out there in Houston? Hot. Nah. Um, <laughs> I is 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 man for me. I think just being from Augusta for me, I can you know speak how how it is for me. It's it's definitely an eye opener, um, and it it puts you in a in a place to where you feel like you feel as though I couldn't do what I wanted to in Augusta. Now my first day here, okay, I see a little bit, I want it. I see this, I want it. Then as you uh, network with people or you come to m meet certain people. And you listen to their story and how they got where they are. Right. And, and you begin to, you know, it's it, it it's inside of you. It becomes it's a it's a you thing now. You feel like okay, dang, that's all they did. That's all I have to do. <laughs> put me put me in a direction to get me there. So I mean, Houston is it, it's a flourishing place. If you're a hustler, you can make it. They call it Hustle Town, Texas. Ah, I never if heard you, that. You know it's that. Hustle Town, Texas. If you if you are a hustler hustler, true to your heart. 
if you, if there's something that you want to uh, accomplish, uh, some goal that you want to reach, go to Houston. I'm telling you, you're going to get it done. You're going to get it done. It makes you a believer in yourself. That's for sure. Well, well, well I guess let me ask this question. How'd you even get there, though, from, from here? How'd you migrate to... Houston, uh, Houston Hustle Texas. Town. Hustle Town. Uh, it found me because I'm a hustler. You know what <laughs> I mean? It was only right. I think the, the stars aligned themselves and it's like, yo, I put, put, let me put him in Houston and he going to be right where he need to be. Um, nah, really, uh, my mom, my mother, she's from um, Freeport, Texas, which is maybe 40 miles south of Houston. It's the very last city. Um, well, it's, it's the home to the biggest um second largest port in America. Mm. Um, and I remember growing up, like, she stayed right by the port. So I, I saw all the fruit that we eat in Texas. It comes in through there. Most of the rice that we eat. Wow. Oh, and port, okay, I got you. Okay, it's Freeport, you. Texas. And so she grew up there. Well, she's from Freeport. Um, and my dad, he was a military guy. Um, his dad was. And he was stationed in San Antonio. So um, I've lived here. I've lived there back and forth. Uh, for the most part, here. So, actually, that speaking of living, now this is random. Just because you mentioned dad, I don't know. I don't know why it, it alarmed me so much when a black guy mentioned dad. It just did. Yeah. Did you grow up both your parents being both together? Parents, yes, sir. That's dope. That's dope. Up until well, I, I I can say, um, I grew up with yeah. All I let's just use high school or from the moment I was born to high school, they were together. Um, things kind of you know fell apart after, um. High school when I left to go to college, but you were pretty much grown. Yeah, I, I was pretty much grown. However, uh, my dad always, you know, reestablished or let us know that, dude, I'm one call away. I still love you all. I still love your mother. It, this is just something that we're dealing with right now, and you can't really tell that they're not together except the fact that he lives here in Augusta and she stays in Houston. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, so you, he's still he's still here though. He's still here. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. That's amazing. That's that's dope though. Yeah. Uh, well, so you got any siblings? I have two brothers. You the oldest? Youngest? I'm the oldest. Oh wow. I wonder right. how it is for them then, since since you were grown, but they kind of right. Worked. And they they went through. They saw everything that I yeah. didn't get to see. I mean, I would come home from college because I, I played ball. Um, really all over the country, but uh, playing ball, you know, and being being in college, they, you know, they would want to keep, they would keep me away from that. They would yeah. make sure, like, you know, let's keep him focused. Anything that we were dealing with at home, whenever he comes home, let's just dress it up, make it seem sweet, you know. Because, <laughs> bitch, you being older, that's too, I would assume what happens is you start worrying about your siblings are like worrying about home I'm worried and about you can't home. be on the field and, and just be a kid or you know be that person in college that can just yeah that's carefree go through yeah carefree pretty yeah. much that's a good word and, and that's one of the things that you know most uh, black college students I feel that there's a disconnect with white students they don't understand that yo yeah we go to the same school here we are at Augusta State me, you, and you, we're black kids we have a white friend they don't understand that all three of us may be dealing with exactly. an in-home issue so that's 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 makes it more tough on us to even get our studies completed yeah. or just be constantly fully focused on what we're here for. And you know, I, so I and I'm pretty sure you know my brother. I got a brother. He played ball in college as well. Right. We do the same thing. Like so, if something bad going on. We don't we don't tell them. But it's like it's like a feeling you get. Sometimes yeah, you, get you know when something like you know hey, when something going on. You hear it like you're like, hey, did Jermaine talk to you? Oh nah. nah. But now <laughs> it's something there. You know what I'm saying? Oh Jermaine, right. my mommy said, nah, I ain't talk to you. Then my right. sister, hey, mommy talked to you. You know, you know something's up now. Something you know what I'm saying? Up. So even yeah. though you tell you, it's like, and then you fall away or you you homesick right, and right. you can't do nothing from where you at. Right. It weigh on a kid because you want to help right. your parents as much that as you can. That was me. I, I was hearing stuff and I'm trying to be P 
peer mediator and I'm trying to be matchmaker from home, from far away because all I know is family. I grew right. up in a, a a complete household. I had both parents. I had all three of my brothers. Then my extended family, we were all here. But, you know, being in college and I'm hearing all just to, just the t- togetherness is, is we're starting to look like, I don't know, apart, it's, it's yeah. just falling apart. And I'm feeling like, okay, maybe it's my fault. That's a real thing. Yeah. That's a real thing. Right? Automatically put on yourself. You come on, automatically. Off, off the rip, it's me. It's my fault. Because if I was home, I'm the glue. Yeah. Whatever I brought to the family, that was that was my job. And now that it's not, I'm not there. There's nobody. And now that, that was me. I brought the laughs to the house. I'm the com- I'm the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> now you be, you be joking on a paper pack of a day too. It was funny. So we gonna get to uh, it in yeah. a second though. Yeah, yeah, yeah most definitely. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. How was your college career like? Well, let me ask you this, before you get into college. Well, we we'll eight minutes here. Let's, let's get into it now. So, what you play football and baseball in high and school. baseball? I ain't never play baseball. See, I didn't yes. know that. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. in middle school, you play football too. Middle school, Seagull Middle School, Hepsburg Middle School. Talk about yeah. here we go. The Seagull <laughs> yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, my, I started at Bernie Ward. I started at Fleming. Wow. Fleming is where it started. That's where Cat got going when I first moved from Texas. How old were you when you moved here? Nine, uh, seven. Seven years old. Okay. Yeah. So you seven moved here. You start playing ball, playing football. Right. Um, yeah. you played for Seagull. Then you went to Cross Creek. Hesper Middle School. Then I went to Cross Creek. Oh, Hesper Middle yeah, School. Hesper Middle. I, I stayed at Se- Seagull for sixth and seventh grade. Then we okay. moved out towards uh, Owensboro Road. All that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man. Infamous Owensboro Road. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it we we eat good back there though. We don't eat. Y'all city folks don't eat like us, man. <laughs> Y'all don't eat like us. Oh, uh, so th- I guess let's get into the cross. Were you happy you had to go there? I mean, at the time, because you, you, I'm pretty. What year did you go? Because I, I went from '04 to '08. When did they build it? When when did they first open the doors of Cross Creek? You know, to '99. Oh, okay. So it was the fifth, fifth year. Okay. Yeah, fifth. No, that's seven, seven years. Well, oh, it's my '04. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought my math was like, damn, I messed yeah, up on air. We in Augusta State. We ain't no students in Augusta State. <laughs> um, so describe to me, what was that like? Like, man. But then also going to Seagull. So I'm pretty sure from, from my understanding, it's a divide. It is. Uh, it, it, it is. Um, coming from Seagull, being a city kid, I, ro- I was raised on P- uh, Winter Spring Road basically all my life. And then moving out to Old Waynesboro Road. I mean, I always been a country boy. That is, that's just in me. That's everybody in Augusta, honestly. But <clears throat> that transition from to where it's I hear cars all the time to it's more quiet. Yeah. And then I see more white kids. The diversity. I see the diversity. Right. Definitely. Hits. Definitely. It's like, dang. Like when I moved when I moved to Hellsburg, and my first day, I saw a guy wearing a Confederate flag shirt. I'm like, whoa. Like, <laughs> so even at that age, you knew what that was? I'm yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I, I know it. Now, when I moved from Texas, I had no idea what that was. Like, in Texas, they don't teach. It's not as serious. Right, right. These people don't even really know about how, that the, the ins and outs of slavery and all that. But then coming down to Augusta and hearing black people say the N-word on a normal, on a regular, then it started to rub off on me. And my daddy was like, hey, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? But then after a while, he didn't even trip about it. You know what I'm saying? But Pops was like, oh, we ain't doing that. Yeah, man. but going to hell and seeing kids rocking the Dixie outfitters and sh- and it's that's a fashion. Nah, you guys see me real quick. That's like my second day of school. White boy, hey, hey, man, <laughs> you that ain't all right. But uh, it's a culture thing. I would, I wish that people would, you know, 
do away with it, but I have no control over that. If people are gonna do what they do, but I see, I see underneath all that too. Nah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> now it's just funny you said it because it's kind of like you, you like so it's kind of like you've been this way almost all your life, pretty much. Militant kid. I, I didn't, I, I didn't know that, but I guess I, I didn't want to assume, but you could kind of tell that too. Yeah, I, man, my old boy raised me. Listen. Say what you mean, mean what you say, stand on it. And it's not bullshit until somebody proves that it is. Mm. That's dope. That's dope, man. See, and, and and I guess for, for me, I, I didn't, I don't have no military or nothing. Because where I'm from, I didn't, I didn't know they, they had <laughs> yeah. JRTC. I'm, and I tell people that all the time, like, I didn't know what a base was. I ain't never. I, oh, yeah. I yeah, never really yeah. thought about anything military. Like, okay, right. where do they go? I ain't, until I came down here. I might have just, I found out what a base was, maybe like you know, 20 years old. Right. I ain't, I ain't know none of that yeah, stuff, nothing. man. You from New York, though. I didn't even know. I, I, I didn't figure that they had a base down here. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was as big as it was, as important as, as it was. I don't it's think important. I played there until I was like 23, maybe 24. I finally went on base. Like, oh, right. this is a real thing. Right, and right. I never knew nothing about it. Yeah. Um. Even even in JRTC, like my my first first day ever down here, I didn't know what my classes was. You know, they have like they had oh, like the yeah. portables. Different. I, I'm walking around. He's like, hey, come here. I went over there. and it, it had mad people there, too. Yeah, like, what? He's like, where you going? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know I'm walking to, man. So he looked at the paper like, he's like, get your butt to class. Like, how he said it, it rubbed me the wrong way. Right, right, I was right, like, right, all right, I'm going to see him. And um, <laughs> I never really liked him, but but the thing was, I just didn't know what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Right. But he didn't help me either. He did, no, yeah, he, he never helped me, you. He, he just yeah. told me, get on. Come over here. All right, bye. Go on your way. Find your way. So, but, I, yeah. And uh, so, I, actually, I never knew nothing about the army, but I know more about it now. I was right. like, knowing people and, and stuff like that, but I had no clue. Right. Stuff. So it's funny that, you know, you coming up, you get to see this militant um, uh, style versus somebody that's not in the military, like the differences. And right. I just it's never just the knew discipline anything. is different. The, I, mean, the, I never been around nobody that was disciplined my whole life. Yeah. Like everybody was just yeah. street. Or, yeah, it's in, yeah, exactly. And Pops was never going sports. for that. It just you know found me. Like, I just, the, 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 in my environment. Like, and right. then I think more mm, my in home situation. Seeing me go without us go without and stuff like that, I felt like I needed to do something. Like I had to, I had to do something, you know. So, well, let me ask you this question. Um, since you know, and it's funny because most time I guess I got to like warm them up. I didn't have to do that with you. Today. That was yeah. dope. So let me ask you this. Um, this is you know this week obviously cross weeks, mm-hmm. uh, cross creeks homecoming. Right. Um, a lot of you know jokes gonna fly around this time of the year. You know that it's been kind of mild this, this at least to me this year. Maybe cause I, maybe because I didn't um, yeah, engage in it. It's chill this year. <laughs> but um, what what, what 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 do you think of some of the uh not to say stigmas, but the way cross creek is perceived? See, what do you think about that? Suburbs. We the suburbs. So suburbs equals. Everybody living good. We ain't struggling. We not going through what people in the inner city is is going through. Or mm. We're not dealing with those same issues. Um, we don't have as many fights, so that makes us lame. Uh, <laughs> we don't disrespect our elders, so that makes us lame. Or we don't, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe just the fact that we were new, so and we haven't established our hoodness. That's how that, I always looked at it. Like, right. I think it's just because y'all knew. Yeah, yeah. Man, the school is new. And I think people said it was lame or croaky was corny. I don't think they meant it, like, personally. It's just, like, just something you just say, right? But yeah. the only thing I, I didn't like when I would say stuff like that is when people be like, they start giving me test scores and, and like. Oh, y'all see, y'all don't like that. And that's yeah. what makes it funny. That's what makes it funny for us. Yeah, because it's I just, like. But I just be like, what the hell do what I said? Everything. Because it's like, oh, we lame. We lame. Y'all lame. Y'all lame. 
well, we can be lame, but we passing our test. What y'all doing? So, I, and, and, so, and, <laughs> like, so, like to me, right? So, I mean, so that makes if we if we lame for not being hood enough, y'all stupid because y'all can't pass the test. And, That's, then, and then they get offended when you then say now, that, right? it's, now it's offense. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like, hey, it's, it, it worked both ways, but we don't mean that in a negative way. If y'all don't, but you know, it's funny. Like for me personally, I I I would say that to any school. Like that's just not my almost like. Like oh, a city, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where you from? Oh, we from there. I might not be there for. I'm just saying it. Just yeah, you know what I'm saying. You ain't from. You ain't from here, so you whack, bro. Yeah, you're not from Augusta. You're not where I'm from. So yeah, 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 exactly. If you, somebody said, "Tell me, they went to Lane." I'm be like, "Oh, you a cheater?" You know what I'm saying? Just exactly. I, I, just I go from with, with it. but it don't mean it personally. But yeah. I guess I can I, I I can understand that point. I always ask you, ask people from Cross Creek what they think of that, but nobody ever give me like a straight answer. Like you know, yeah, just, nah, it, it's just man. I it, I think it just comes with the territory. You can, you go to Cross Creek, you know what they say about you, but then once you step foot in there, you see the real. It's not all, you know. We are uptight in there. The teach the teachers they just demand greatness from us, and just like every other school, but I feel like some of the other schools may be more lenient. They may they deal with other issues outside of the home. Right. That's more that 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 is like a reflection of the black community or how it's perceived by that's a good point because you go outside of Crawl Creek you walk down a street both ways you see houses you nice see houses. houses exactly I went to Josie for a little while you go to Josie you, you go right down the street, the street sunset it's, down it's, there it's, no, the it's, other way it's outside it's, a, it's, a, it's crackheads that walk up and down the street oh, yeah, of they, the school yeah yeah on 15th Be on crack though like just leaning high and you have the bus, and you you know what I'm saying. So you get once you step out of school in certain areas, it's yeah, it's no longer school. But now Cross Creek, people don't even know. Maybe half, if not over half, of that school is on Section Eight. They just mm. got house vouchers. Just, just same look, struggle. It just looks good. Same struggle. Go to Farrington if you want to. Wrong time, especially now. Go down Morgan Road at the wrong time. Half of them, half of Morgan Road folk come to Cross Creek. Mm. Like it ain't sweet like that. Then we in the country. You got some country Negroes. That, <laughs> you feel me? They'll take you in the woods and leave you back there. So it, it ain't, ain't nah, all that. It, it ain't sweet like that. Now you're right because um I always say this about Hesper. I say Hesper. As much as people trying to clown Hesper as well, which is another right. So, that's the craziest place I ever. Like every year, it's one. It's at least one crazy case. Yeah. People don't let people in the woods. People yeah. don't kill their whole family. Yeah. Like it just. Every year is something Hesper, like yeah. you think they can't top it. And they're like, nah, we got something for y'all. We got something. You know? for you. Watch, and, 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 watch this. And I hate to say it like it's funny, it's not, but it's just the fact that that's that's the reality of that's it. You know real, what I'm saying? That's the reality, yeah. And I guess too, when you as town where it's like you don't, it's not very often that stuff happens. When something do happen, to hit home. Like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So it's always some wild big case, but it's like Hepsibah. Yeah, middle has to be. Look, it's almost like when you hear something about Florida. Anytime you hear a Florida, Florida case, man. the Florida man, Florida man, Florida yeah, man, man does man. this. Florida man, like Florida man, hey, folks nah, Florida, Florida man might be, might be the most gangster person I ever heard because he just they just shoot anybody they want to. That's Florida man, and they get well. Florida black men get killed a lot of times, but you know it's, it's always Florida man, it's, and it's just some weird, yeah, or man. something that shouldn't Unfortunately, happen. Unfortunately, yeah, that's true. So, but um, so let me let me let me ask you this, like. T- tell me, some, tell me some stuff about Cross Creek. We talked about just the persona of it and stuff like that. But like, what was your time like at Cross Creek? Cause I, I hear different things. Yeah, I, man, I can't even lie. Like, I, I, as y'all can probably see on Facebook, like I put on for Cross Creek because those were some of like, those were like that was probably the most enjoyable four years that I have had in Augusta. Wow! Just because the family that was created. Like, I look at Laney's alumni. 
is very family oriented just because you who you know. Uh, Cross Creek, it's a bunch of people from sub rural, sub uh, suburban areas, and it's still that family feel. Like we got one another, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And like my whole, all right. So I graduated 2008. My entire graduation class, I think we graduated with like 320, 320 people. You can't tell me that, my, especially my senior year, we had not one fight just because everyone got along with, with everyone. But there's nothing wrong with that, though. I don't, that's I don't, a great. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. amazing. And people won't brag on that. I brag on it. Like, yo, we kick it in 08. Like, we ain't got no problems with nobody. Maybe after high school and all that, as when uh, life started to hit yeah. and people, oh, I'm grown. I done found my way onto the- Boys become men. Boys become men. <laughs> girls become women. And yeah. they, you know, their panties and drawers get a little bigger. And they feel like they can say certain things. You know, people step outside of themselves. And, but you, come to, you case in point, last night at the alumni game, man, it was so, like, it just felt like a big family in there. Like for real, the I, the energy was amazing, I, bro. I, I had to I had to host something, so I couldn't go. But I went the I went the year before that. Right, and I, it was dope that year. Yeah, like, I, yeah. And it's funny because we talk. Like I said, we always talk about Cross Creek, and I was I've been wondering. I just do it because it's fine. I don't know about Cross Creek. I know right. people that went there now, so I have a, di- a different understanding. Right, Not even doing these podcasts and talking. Some of my listeners be from Cross Creek, so right. you know we get to talk and stuff. But you know, one, one thing I can say is the people that go there do love their school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you gotta, definitely, definitely. And I think, even though I think y'all get ridiculed a lot because of y'all newer school, that's also why I stick together a lot because y'all have to create some kind of alumni, have to. create some kind of legacy now. Exactly. Y'all are the legacy at this point. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's it's up to us, like you say, it's up to us to create the the outlook of the school. I mean, we were creating it then because it was new, and everything that happened after us was. Kind of was like a reflection of us too. Like I don't see these kids. I mean, the gen, times have changed, but I mean, I still see the same like togetherness in a sense. What? Well, yeah. So like one thing I say, like Laney, you look at Laney now, Josie. I would say them two schools are different mainly because of it's talking about schools in general, right? So uh-huh. schools in general talking about their background. Look at Laney. Obviously, at one point you don't go to Laney, so you had two you had two choices: Laney or the white school. And if you were black, you had to pick Laney or Josie or Josie when Josie yeah. when Josie was made. Um, yeah. So that's two schools you can pick. Obviously, right. so right. that's why you got that legacy they have. It's right. not that they're so much better. It's just there was only two, there was only there. two yeah. integrated <laughs> high school well, black high schools. And my my now here's the strange thing: most people, especially like I, all the talk that we hear in Augusta, oh you ain't go to Laney, so but my grandma did. Exactly. Yeah. So you got. Oh, you, you ain't got go to Josie, but my granddaddy did. Chill out, bro. Because they had no choice. Yeah. So but somebody somewhere made a better line. decision. No, exactly. somebody. No, no. Just the decision making, so, moving forward. Like we moved. You feel me? Like people don't sense, respect yeah. that. That people don't understand. Like my folks, we grew up Tobacco Road. I'm from Tobacco Road, uh, right by the railroad tracks, by Gracewood. Okay. My folks. My grandmom and them was getting bust all the way to Laney. My granddaddy stayed down in Hepzibah. He came all the way to Josie. Wow. All right? So now, and this, this is that Augusta Crab in the Bucket thing. It started a long, long time ago, way before us. All right, now, we they get older, go to the military, choose to go to the military, choose to make college decisions, they, and, and, and spread out. Right. Even if they don't go far, they go somewhere within the city. 
And now, here it is, 20, 30, 40 years down the line, our generation, oh, you ain't go to Laney, you don't have no ties to Laney, whatever, whatever. Well, my folks did. Why, why, why y'all can't respect that? <laughs> if my grandma that came sense, here, though. you gonna clown her? That no. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I never really understood that. It's kind of backwards, but I mean. But even looking at like the history of it, like, like I said, you know, um, every, I think, but honestly, anything that's on the opposite side of Glen Hills, Laney, Joe, they all, they ridicule anyway. Everything is So Hesper, Cross Creek, uh, Butler, get yeah, ridiculed. Butler, um, get it. They're right in the middle. School. They, they yeah. was all white school for a long time. Yep, for real. Just want to um, throw out there that our brother broke that record from the white guy, but it's all good. Uh, um, but you got. Who was your brother? Don Coleman. That's the, oh, that's oh a, the Hooper. Yeah. Yo, yo. That's the only reason why I know Butler was, was segregated, was um all white back. I didn't know until yeah. he broke the record. Yeah. I was like, who record? And I said, how's it white? How's it? All these, players, all these players that play Butler, white man got the record? Yeah. And when I looked into it, it was all white school. Of course, he had a record, you know what I'm saying? Back yeah. then. But it might broke until he came, so it's cool. So, yeah, just, I mean, like I said, just kind of touching back. Like, Cross Creek, it was an amazing experience. Met some great people. Lost some some amazing people. Um, uh, athletics, we were always clown. They used to clown us because athletics was never good, well, like, football-wise. I said, because y'all never seen that bad oh, we, No, 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 bro. It was bad. It was bad. I, I'm moving I think I came at a perfect five. time. Y'all was bad 05? No, we went to the playoffs. I was on that team. Like, our first playoff team. All right, so my first, my freshman year was the first year we won more than three games, two games. My second year. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, it was bad. My second year, so, my sophomore. Go ahead, go ahead. When y'all went three or something, y'all excited? Like, we won three games this year. Yeah, yeah. We was like, we own the song. Like, all right, we already, we won more than two. Now let's get three. Got the third. And it was crazy. So that year, freshman year, the first game was Jefferson County. Went to Jefferson County, beat them. Jefferson County? Jefferson yeah. County. Oh, nah. Yeah, that's All right. So then the next game was Burke County. Beat Burke County. In Burke County. We beat Jefferson County at Jeffco. Burke County in Burke County. Not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of folks doing it, especially then. And ain't nobody doing that. So it's, And it's shout out now. to Donald Hudson. That's who our quarterback was. I'm putting this on record. I'm putting this on record, bro. Donald Hudson is the... Best quarterback probably that ever came through Augusta, bro. The best quarterback. The Donald best Hudson. quarterback, Donald Hudson. I mean, if anybody, if anybody want to argue, uh, uh, Dominique Walker from from Laney, I can, I, I, we can go, we can go toe to toe. No, no, Donald didn't go to the playoffs as many times as Dominique did. Statistically, though, hey man, better. come on, man, numbers on he, Dominique had more weapons outside. Give Give Donald what Dominique had. I do that too when I'm when I'm comparing players. I yeah, try to right. put them in, in different situations. Yes, sir. And I feel like one give player, Donald what Dominique had. Yeah, Robert Dunn, Curtis Sapp, all them boys, uh, 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 Kenneth Walker. I know I, I know Augusta sports, bro. <laughs> it seems uh, like you just throw things out too. And then give not no 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 shame to what Donald had because he had athletes. It was a lot of it was coaching. A lot of it was the know how. A lot of these guys didn't just didn't know football. So it was like you had you got Vic running with. The replacements. So, like, you talk just sports at, at Cross Creek. So, how, how did you like learn? Like, w w did you have good coaches when you went there? We had the same coaches. He's one less, one moved, one left, and went to Greenbrier because his, you know, his daughters went there. But me, for me, man, I say it all the time. Like, I think growing up in Texas, uh, I always wanted to do what I saw on TV, and that's what taught me how to play football. I always wanted to. Uh, 
I wanted to know how to shape people. And I always wanted – I was used to seeing organized football and guys moving a certain way. When I got here, I saw guys moving fast, but I didn't see textbook football. So what, what, what position you played? Uh, I started out at quarterback, and that was terrible. Because Donald was there. No, not at cross – oh, my freshman year, I started at quarterback, but then Emory – we we gave it to Emory Wilson. A lot of people know about him in Augusta. Like he's like one of the most known unknowns. Like, and that's and I, I tell people everywhere I go, Augusta is the city of the known unknowns. I think so too. Yeah, definitely. Like we have definitely. so many people that came through here, and they fell by the wayside, or they just didn't get the recognition they should have. Right exposure. Or the exposure. So yeah, uh, I started at quarterback. Then Emory came back. He played quarterback. Moved me to receiver. Um, after I scored this like touchdown versus Glen Hills, that's when everybody's like, "Oh, he's a oh, he's Glenn a receiver." Hills? Yeah, y'all beat Glen Hills. No, we got smoked that year. It was it was my friend JV, my only year playing. You should be honest. You should be honest. Yeah, I'm yeah, no, sure yeah. That. We got dogged. Like it was like bad. And even Glen Hills, like it's people. Glen Hills folk would tell you they had some folk that should have been playing, but you know it's Glen Hills. Yeah, Everybody not area. gonna make it all four years. Yeah. Man, it was this one cat, something Nero, bruh. He was real. What man? Listen, man. And I, one of my one of my listeners is from Glen Hills. He knew about Glen Hills sports real real good. So I know yeah. he's hearing this going. Man, listen, Glen Hills is a right man. So and that kind of be what I'm talking about too. Like when you think about the Cross Creeks and you think about the personas of schools and joking about this, that, and third. Like right. a lot of schools do have the talent, but that stuff that's around that school would really be bringing them the environment. You know what I'm saying? Bring them down. You some folks got to make decisions. I just seen people like <laughs> score forty and then you see them in jail port. Two, you know what I'm saying? Right. Two times that that, that, that exactly. Month. But that's what I'm saying. Some people have to make decisions that's going to help the family. You're right. Like, yeah. I either I'm going to football practice or I got to pay the bills, help pay a bill. I got to help my mom pay a bill. Like out in Houston at Hot Tower, I deal with this a lot. Um, crazy. Hot Tower is one of those schools that's just like Cross Creek, except the inner city Houston schools look at. High Tower, like everybody, Laney and Josie look at Cross Creek. Got you. Because we're the outside of Houston. But we have kids. Uh, one kid that I trained, Kevante Sims. This, this kid missed his entire 11th grade year academically. Not he, just he athletically. He couldn't come to school. His mom was on his mom was on drugs. And he had to keep the lights on. I got to go to work. Now, this kid is jacked, Man. bro. Like. All the potential in the world, but it's either being dark or you feel me. Go to practice. So come to school. Let me um. So let me ask you this: When that happened, right? Like when you when you see a kid and he has to, like you said, take that whole academic year off of school, like not just sports, right? Not not I just can't come to practice. I can't. I'm not can't, coming to I can't school. Come to school. And just because his, you know his mom has her hardships that she can't get over, right? And he has to pay the bills. What does that do to you? Like, do, do you feel helpless at that point? No, or? I feel I feel there's a need. Somebody got to step in. It's not. It doesn't become. You know, most times kids, you know, they look at it like a charity case, or it's like, oh, well, we can do everything we can, but they're lying to you. That they they they're they gonna wish you well. They're gonna tell you kind of what they should do, what you should do. No. Be hands on. Be proactive about this. So, so what did you do in that situation? Once I found out, for one, the training became absolutely free. Everything's free. Uh, rides home, you need to ride home, bro. I got you. You need to eat tonight, I got you. 
any of that. And all of my kids know that in Missouri City, Texas, they know. That's how my name spread, Coach E. He a real one. Like, I tell these kids all the time, I come from the same struggle that y'all actually either trying to get into or you going through. Because it's a lot of these kids they fronting to. So it's of like, course. I've been through everything you trying to be. And I give it to them real. And, you pro- and if you look at my page or any of the posts that I talk about where I tag a kid and they're saying, they're saying this without me even – you know, giving it to him. Like, Coach E, he's probably the realest coach I've ever had because I can connect with everything that you're dealing with. That's dope. That's dope. So, and just to clarify, did it work out for him? Did he end up going Man, my to- man right now is at Tyler Junior College right now. Um, he's a sophomore this year. Uh, I don't know if any schools are is looking at him right now, but eventually – because after I get done with them, you're never done with me until the mission is complete. Graduation, mm-hmm. uh, career-wise, all of that. So he'll be – he's you know, I don't know what schools are looking at him. I have connections with coaches across the country, guys that I've met, um, four-year university school, so I'm, I'm trying to get him in the school But you were able now. to get him back in high school and just – Oh, yeah, right he came back, back his senior year. Um, he, he took all credit recovery stuff that summer going into his senior year. He missed, like, all the camp or – and I would train him on the side – and get him ready for the season. He started the next year. He was big for us. That's dope. He was man. huge for that's us. Dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. Dang, that's that's that's, that's a, I mean, that's an amazing story. And it's, and it's funny because yeah. like I know okay. I I, I pay attention to everything, right? So right. And you probably and people yeah. probably don't know that, but I pay attention to everything. So I remember a while back, I don't remember what it was, but I knew you were passionate about things because I don't know if you went live or mm-hmm. what, but I know it was. Well, I don't know what happened. I'm not. I can't. I Did can't I cry? See. Yeah. That was. Oh man. Yeah, I, I remember everything. I don't forget yeah. nothing. I'm telling you. When yeah. I see it, I, 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 I jot it in my brain. It was. It was. It was. Um. It was the moment they found somebody got found not guilty on something, and I had enough. I, I couldn't take mentally. It was. It was. It was bugging me because. I'm in Houston around people who really, really, I'm, I'm around Houston. It, Houston is a stress for me in, in in times, at times, because I'm around black people that don't get it. <laughs> I'm around white people who don't even care to get it because I'm in power. I write your check. Right. But going back to black people, I'm in black, I'm around black people who feel like you have to, uh, you got to play the game. no. I'll make the game. Like, I'll be here. I'm going to play. I'm going to play how I play it. And you adapt to me. And it's possible. Just because I'm trying to get a job with you, that doesn't mean you. I have to, you know, be all up tight and all that. No. I still have what I have up here. Respect that. Respect that. Give me the opportunity to show you on a level playing field just like you gave Billy over here. Ah, That's all I I ask. I see what you're saying. But no, these Negroes out here is out here. They trying to be Billy. Nah, I don't even. I think that happens in every setting. Like even when I work, I think that Definitely. happens in every setting, right. every single setting. So, you know, yeah, I, 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 it, it's rough for me out there sometimes because I'm trying to talk to these people and tell them I don't connect with none, none of this. But just just going back to that, so I think that that video, like that, <coughs> to me, like I don't know what it's about, oh, yeah, but the video, seeing I'm it, sorry, yeah. seeing it, just. It let me know that you were passionate about things. So even from that day forward, yeah, I always looked at a lot of stuff you did differently. Bro. Yeah, it so made me talked, move different. Definitely, we talked um, about your like seeing it, seeing the evolve evolution, right? Evolve, so yeah. 
I don't know if anybody that. know, but you know, you had dreads yeah, at one point. Locks, you know what I'm yes, saying, sir. right? I call them locks, but locks. Yes. yes. All right. Um, I never had hair. I don't like a lot. Right. You had locks. Dread is dread for people who you know. Some people know. Some people may not hip to it. Um, dread is uh has a negative connotation. Oh, we do. Dread. Think about it. Dread. I dread waking up every morning. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. you like the actual mean? meaning of it. Yeah, the actual term. And I'm one of those guys. I'm. I, I pay attention to detail. Football. Football taught me that after I left West Virginia. Football taught me how to pay attention to detail, not just sports, everything. The, the words that you use, the way that you use them, the volume you use them in, it, it means everything in communication. And I, I mean, speaking of that communication, like I said, even speaking today, like the first like, maybe 10 minutes we was around each other, um, I didn't even know you, you spoke as proper as you did. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, and I watched the video, but I guess I never pay attention to them, right. pay attention to like how you speak, yeah. so to speak. Because like I said, most of the time it's, it's passionate speaking. It's not Definitely. It's not professional speaking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, didn't know he was that tall, for yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, man. After, even after, even after. seeing you from the, from, the, from the window, I was like, okay, there you go. I seen the fro, yeah. so I went down yeah. there. I'm like, all right, damn, all right. You know, that yeah. tall. Um, but just talking about the evolution, so you, you had the locks, um, and you always been the same way, right? But it's like I didn't perceive a lot of stuff you were saying the way I perceive it now. Yeah. Then yeah. I, and I, I always say that's I'm a wrong. Deep dude, nah. But I'm I guess it, since looking at the lock, I didn't just, I just didn't take you as a deep person. You know what I'm right, saying? Like, right, right, right. And, and I, I didn't prejudge you at all. It's just oh, that I looked yeah. at it and I didn't. I just didn't. I'm like, uh, yeah. I, I'm 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 one of those liberated minds, if 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 I can call it that. Right, uh, right. I, I, I mean. I, when I first got my locks, when I first decided I'm a locky, it was just because I'm going out here to California. I'm not going to have anyone to do my hair. Let's just just twist it up and just forget about it. But then the uh, the older I got, the more – I've always been – all my people, my friends, anybody who know me, they'll tell you, like, he was been wise. Like, he's always had, like, wisdom. It's been crazy. But the older I got, the deeper I got. And the more I, I always listened to old heads, mm. like my elders – they always gave put me up on game. And anybody who knows my dad and my grandfather, they'll tell you, like, they've always been they've just this wisdom that they always have, and people gravitate to it. So, um, my you know, I started to dig deeper and I was always been on I've been a guy who searches for knowledge. I love it. Right. Especially when it comes to empowerment, psychology I'm big on psychology and how we think. So and just, you know, I know that knowledge is power. The more I know, the more you can't tell me. Um, mm. So that's deep. I like that. You know, I, 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 my locks became be, began to have a more powerful meaning. You know what I'm saying? It's a crown for real. And just knowing where we come from, and scientifically, it's it is strength for real. Because everything in your hair, your hair grows up. Your hair grows because you know the sun. And everything that's tied with that. All right. Well, in order for it to grow, you must have energy. And everything that's inside of your hair is it's 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 alive because it's it's attached to something. And the feelings, if your hair, you have nerve nerves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And if you cut it, it dies. Well, all of your feelings are attached to your hair, and it may it, for my locks as long as they got. Your lock, my my hair has been with me through every trial and tribulation I've been in, so my locks tell a story. At mm. some point, at some point in the length of my hair, there's a story that goes with it. That makes a sense. bunch of stuff that goes with it. That make a lot of sense. <coughs> I ain't, I guess I never looked at that that way though before. But there's now that you say it, 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 yeah. make, it yeah. makes sense though. 
But what made you? What made you cut the cut cut the locks though? Man, it was a professional decision. I I hated it. I did it because okay. So we talk about the training. We talk about the sports. Everybody knows me. They talk, they connect sports with me. But there is a so I'm in the pro. I'm in the chemical industry too. Um, I'm trying to be a process operator at one of the oil and gas plants out in Texas. Big money, huge money. Now, in order to work there, most people say you got to cut your hair. You got to cut your hair for safety reasons. Right, right, okay, right. As most jobs may may tell you to do. But I think for me, it didn't have nothing to do with the job. It had more to do with how I was being – the respect. It was a respect thing from white coaches. Right, right, All right. I right. had to work a clinic one time. And people know, a lot of people know about Katy High School. Um, they are nationally ranked. They used to be number one in the country for like four or five years. Now they're probably like in the top five, maybe. Well, I had to work a clinic and I had to speak in front of like, I had to speak in, in front of maybe about 40, 50 coaches. And after the clinic, they came to me to talk to me, and neither one of the coaches, they are all white, they are, none of them would look me in my face. They after would never after, look after me. you after, spoke? After I spoke. Even after I spoke. Everything I said on the board made sense. I gave like a 20, 30-minute lecture just on football. It was We were talking X's and O's. Well, none of the coaches would look me in my face. At one point, they would not even – they would just look all down or they'd be yeah, they'd kind of be dismissive. Well, I said, well, how do I fix this? Uh, it was an executive decision. I could have got mad. Nah, that ain't going to do it. Just cut your emotion from it. Well, let's change a little something. Let's, let's make them. Let's force them to have to look me in my face. People would not even acknowledge me just because I'm tall, black, talk a little bit funny, and that is threatening to them. Right, that's right, a threat. right. Well, let's eliminate something that scares them because they're not seeing, used to seeing locks that go down a man back, hair that go down a man back. So let's give them one less thing to look at. All right, let me cut my hair. Clean cut, same few coaches, glued. Now they're looking glued at you. to me. Now they're respecting you. They respect everything that come out my mouth. That's amazing how it's amazing how, how important your image is. Image, and it sucks. It to me, it's terrible. It's upsetting to be honest. But I mean, these folk wrote the rules before we got a chance to. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <coughs> well, it makes sense of what you're saying and why. <clears throat> But uh, I'm gonna like you know that's the style now, though. so mm-hmm. kind of you went you went in with towns. So the style yeah, now is yeah, yeah, man. To be honest <laughs> with you, I can't, I can't find a barber in Houston to save my life. <laughs> Them they, they can't cut hair at all. So it's like they get hey, that patch in the back. Ain't that, ain't that a Houston thing or a Dallas when they get that? That's patch Dallas. They do the little thing right there. That's terrible. Like slap you, slap him right in the back of the neck. That's like that's that's terrible. It's goofy. It's, it's ugly. I'm it's sorry. Goofy. I, I now, don't like it. I, they do the patch right here, and then they yeah they do the, the whole fro in the back. Like what y'all doing? Like why? I don't understand that. Like, you trying to braid it? That, it's, it's weird. It's, it's weird to me. I don't. Under, I, I'll never understand that. It's that's weird, just, bro. It's the craziest thing. Houston, Houston, Texas is a different place, man. It's different. Man, you tell me about it. Um. So, <clears throat> so one other thing I wanted to get into as well. Like even with just I wanted to kind of talk about your career, your career a little oh, bit yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about the school and stuff like that. But so you were kind of you were pretty much a standout player at Cross Creek though. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Soft juniors, junior and senior year. More so my senior year. I made a name my more sophomore year. Um. I played varsity sophomore year. We went to the playoffs. Played Peach County. Uh. As a sophomore, I was—I um, think I was like third on the team in receiving yards, receptions, all of that. Um, 
As the, a sophomore. As a sophomore, yeah, I was third in receptions and receiving yards. Uh, playing with Donald. That was, I mean, this was my second time playing with him, but this was his first year able to throw to me. Um, so junior year, we lost a lot of leadership. We lost that that group of seniors was they did their thing. Um, it was a blessing to be a part of them. How important? I hate to, I hate to keep cutting you up, but no, how important good, is man. that in, in in sports, especially high school sports, when you lose you do lose seniors leadership, so yeah. to speak. Um, how important is that for the next team? Because sometimes you know people like this is what they say, right? Laney, let's say let's use Laney. Yeah, Laney went fifteen and and four the year the year before. Right. Now they went. I don't know, six and twelve or something like that. Yeah. Well, what happened? Oh, it's the coach. Oh, it's just. Yeah. But sometimes you just a lot of people grow and they go to they go to college. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, man, it, it's vital. I tell you that, but it's about how it's done. How is it done? How y'all are leaders, but are y'all leading just because y'all are the seniors, or are you leading by example? Because if you lead by example, chances are the ones behind you they'll follow. Mm. It's different from just. I'm the leader because I'm a senior. You go do this. You go, do go that. Okay, but you're not doing it. So <laughs> next season, I get to go tell freshmen and sophomores what to do, but I'm not leading by example. That's where the disconnect is. You right. not that that you. That's the missing link. Lead by example. Now, me, I'm a, believe, a firm believer that football is the, has a direct relation to life. If you lead by example, the youth will follow. Mm. I think so too. I think so. So, again, on a, on a football team, we'll get on social issues later. On a football team, leadership is vital, but you have to lead by example, though. From from Cross Creek, like so, you're seeing you, you know, you, you stand out. Right. Uh, where'd you go? Like, where'd you, you get offered from, or what'd you do? You go JUCO, or uh, I took the JUCO route only because my grades. Um, I was supposed. I was. In, I had every intention of uh, attending South Carolina State University. Um. Then my SAT scores weren't like the greatest. It, 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 it was, you know, you have to have balance it out with your GPA, or you have to meet a certain, a certain. And real quick, the funny thing, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that, right? And I yeah. think low GPA, you, you need, got you that higher have, test scores. You need to be more classes on that because oh yeah, your GPA could be whatever you can. You people, a lot of, a lot of especially in sports, you know, they tell you well, you need C's in order to play, so you right. just you aim for them C's. You know what I'm saying? Right, you do what right. you gotta do. Right. You could have did better, but if you, you know, if you the higher your, your, your grades are in school, yeah, the less, the less you you need, the less pressure on your a- SAT. on your SAT score. I say that exactly. But if you have if you just average in school and you average, you can't be you, you can't be it's, average. It's, it's tough. It's yeah. gonna be tough. You're making it harder on yourself. And uh, I didn't know, and I, I didn't know that that's there's a point system for all that stuff. No yeah, time, Michael yeah. Curry, shout out Michael Curry. Um, no bad blood there. But me and my brother went to Florida because he was uh-huh. going to FAU at first, and he, he committed and everything. Uh-huh. We went on the board, and they told us all his grades, and this is the two, this is the three. Yeah. And Broke everything down. He had to do that. But he did it. Yeah. And we realized, okay, well, you're not dumb, right? But it's your grades, obviously, yeah, your because grades. <laughs> you earned them. Because yeah, because yeah, that, that's the thing you can, you can't control. You, now, you, you can might control not. You it. might can't yes. control the SAT because right. you know you don't know what's going to hit you. Right. But your grades you can't control. Right. And so, but by this, you got things. Eleven grades. We got one year to fix it. It's hard. You got to start from ninth grade. Yeah, ninth grade. You got to. You, you start practicing the eighth grade. And that's why it's dope that you do <laughs> what you're doing because yeah. you can tell the students that you know all the trainers he had, all the coaches he had. When you, these coaches, oh, I, I care for you. Not saying they don't care about them, but they didn't. They clearly the focus didn't was athletics. They, exactly. Their focus was, can you score twenty? Can yeah. you score thirty? And you, can yeah, you I'm gonna go make to you big, strong, the super athlete. But I'm not trying to make you a brainiac, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna tell you. Well, you know, yeah. get an A. Just, just, just right. pass so you can play. And, you know, what I'm saying nah, no, get I, an A's. So, I, so what we do out in Texas, I don't know how schools, you know, 
uh, uh, monitor the, the students' grades out here. But I do know for us, as a so I coach receivers out there, I, I already know, my receivers know my expectation. So we're, we're, we have a mandatory progress report every week. Like, I need to know. And we're not required. The kids not required. They're required to make a C, okay? It has to be a C plus in order for you to play that Friday. Yeah. All right? For me, my standard, you have to make a, at least a B minus. B. That makes sense. Sub B. And I'm talking – and it has – and, and it's only three I'm looking at. STEM, I need science. I need that to be a B. Math, I need it to be a B. Any engineering class or tech, technical class, especially in Texas, because they really, you know, they, they, really channel, their, they yeah. channel their curriculum around the industry. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I'm really big on literature and English. That's why I know how to speak how I do. My dad pressed it when I was young because for moments like this where I have to come in front of somebody and speak and you don't sound like no idiot. Right. Right. He forced me to read books. We would take road trips, huh? Read Lord of the Rings. That bitch was this thing. <laughs> read Lord of the Rings. I have I don't even care about Lord of the Rings. But what it was teaching me was to it taught me to articulate. It taught me how to speak in complete sentences, and it also taught me to speak with complete ideas. Right. Right. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. Like I said, and, and I think what you're upbringing and just your background in general, you know, what I'm saying, I think. It, it, it's inspiring to anybody. Most definitely. That's coming up and, and wanting to be an a, be athletic. Right. Um, I think it's just dope because you're the oldest. A lot of times you get yeah. something like this from like, I'm the oldest, but sometimes a lot of times you get something like this from the youngest because they have to learn from the oldest. From the so, oldest, yeah. But now I've had my I've had my dope. mistakes though. I've definitely I'll be the first to tell you. I just I've dropped the ball. I I should have made it to the NFL. If not yeah. NFL Canadian League at least. Yeah, let me ask you this. Like I mean, you say that right, dude? Does that does that ever hurt? When you think about all these contracts they get now, like, yo, this is crazy. No. I mean, my time came. I had the opportunity. I didn't seize the moment. So, I mean, who can you blame? The person I'm looking at in the mirror every morning. But you don't, you don't get upset about it. You no. just kind of like. This it's all it good. Is. It is what it is. Pick up the ball. Pick up the next ball and run with that. That makes sense. I mean, like I said, you, you're doing what you love right now. Right. You know, helping kids. Exactly. I, I found a way to stay in the game. I still ain't graduated with, with a bachelor's degree. But that you don't let what you can't do stop you from what you can, bro. Mm. I like that. I like that. A lot of gems being dropped here, man. I don't know. I feel like I feel like you, I feel hey like you wrote man. them down on it. You're hey looking man, at it. bro. This, 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 <laughs> is, this is when it's when it's when it's built in you. When it's in your pedigree, bro. You can't fake it. You can't fake the fun. So bro. from what you go did you go to from uh, West Hills Junior College out in um, California, right outside of Fresno, California. Play. I've played against Super Bowl champions. I've played against and with. Well, I've played against uh, some of your Heisman. Well, Heisman candidates. You know what I'm saying? Like. I've played against some good talents. I mean, California, California is some of the best junior college football that there is, and that's what I do in did Texas. You, did you know that when you went out to California? I had no idea who the hell. You just kind of went wherever you can go. And- I, I, I was through with it. I found out about West Hills during baseball season. I was trying to get a baseball scholarship, and I had the opportunity to, but then it was in May. This school out in California, man, um, blah, blah. Oh, yeah? Run it. Which one you love more? What did you love more at the time? Athletic uh, sport. Yeah. Uh, me and my man Emery was just talking about this yesterday. I would say baseball because it was so laid back. 
me, I had a diverse upbringing, so I'm around white kids, and I get to laugh and joke with white kids too. Like I'd give the black perspective, they give the white perspective, right, and we just right, make right, it work. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it was never no hate, no racism, nothing. We had not not one issue. And I, I used to love the 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 humor in baseball. Like anybody that had a base a good baseball coach, they'll probably say he's a dick. Excuse me if I can't say that, but it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's head, yeah, yeah he they'll probably call him a dick or an asshole. But yo. I used to like that because it was funny. Like it's like Family Guy funny. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. So. So I liked baseball more. And then from JUCO, you did two years there. I'm assuming. Or I did. One and I did. No, I did two. I did two, but I didn't do the two full years at the school. I was I committed to Utah State University, um, October 31st, 2009, and then like right when it was time for me to take my visit, uh, Coach McGivens. I never forget this. I remember how it happened. McGivens. Uh, got fired. He ended up going to University of Memphis, and I was out here taking classes at Georgia Military because I didn't go back to California. Right. Uh, the school in West Virginia that I ended up going to, they had called me like a day before I committed to Utah State, and he was like, "I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to Utah State." He was like, "All right, well, call us back if things don't work out." <laughs> I was like, "Man, not not knowing who I'm speaking to either." Like he introduced himself. Yeah, I'm Brian Fisher. Uh, and I'm like, okay, not knowing this is Jimbo Fisher's yeah. brother. Like, so then when that fell through, I was like, my dad, me and my dad got into it. Like, we got into it bad as hell. Like, I was, it was bad. Man, you need to call that school and tell them, no, you coming. I'm like, man, I'm trying to wait on something. You steady waiting, ain't nothing, ain't nothing gonna happen. I was like, all right. So I called him up. Hey, man, send, send the paper, send the letter of intent. I'm coming to Fairmont State. And that's why I went after. Junior college, Fairmont State, another great experience. All white school, mostly white school. All the black kids that were there, they were from DC. They were from the DMV area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hella fun. That's man. That's I can imagine so fun, that, bro. bro. Like those people, they not, they know how to party. That for sure. Like and then Morgantown, where West Virginia University is, is t- ten miles away, and they were at the time they were the number one party school in the country. So just imagine. And they played LSU that year too in Morgantown, ape shit. I know it's crazy, ape shit. But I think the football, like when two football teams like that, the celebration just be different than basketball. Like y'all go out, y'all be around. I mean, yo, them football burning trash cans, bro, burning trash cans, burning. So it's it's a it's a it's a tradition. After a big game, they burn couches. I don't know where the hell y'all get these couches from to keep doing it, but they do it though. They burn (laughs) couches. You said where y'all get the couches? Where y'all get all these couches from? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so West Virginia was a great experience. Uh, I learned that's why I learned football. Okay, it was more than just running a route. I learned the details, the details to football. That's why y'all people hear me go in, go all out about Coach Fisher and everything that he does. It's not just because I know his brother. His, his brother was my coach. No, I see how this this how their offense works. It's impossible to beat. It's beatable. Yeah. But if if it, everything's running right and you got everything you need, it's 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 unstoppable, man. So <clears throat> so and that was where my that's kind of my disconnect to Augusta. A lot of these cats in Augusta they didn't rock with me because I felt like I knew too much. But you don't knock me because I know. If anything, pick my brain. That's what, that's what I always say. I just <laughs> ask questions about you know. Child, yeah. I child learn as well. They just do. They shut me out so bad because it's like 
I pour on so much at one time, and it's like, oh, this nigga just talking. Nah, I really know what I'm talking about, bro. I don't know if you know him, but I, I think I, I, I did have Trevor Welch on my podcast one time. He played for Richmond. Amazing basketball player, basketball player from Richmond. And very smart, though, as, as well. Like, Intelligent. He, yeah. That boy, I, yeah. He, he said the same thing. He said, you know, a lot of guys don't like to be around me, or if, I, if they know I'm involved in a project, they'll back out because they feel like, oh, well, he know, he know too much. He's going to say too much. But it's like, why would we just collaborate you yeah. know what I'm saying and then you learn take out me. the good and what I'm saying first of all remove your emotions and your ego from ego it. ego like yeah. dog That's I like, ain't trying to shame you just cause you don't know and Trevor he's one of, like you look at him one of the coolest people like he joke all the time he oh Trevor yeah he cool he don't I remember, he, I remember him from back at Richmond that dude was a Jeez, yeah, bro. he was amazing. He, what? Play basketball too? Uh, me? No, that was my off season because my mom worked nights. Okay, okay so I, gotcha, I was just gotcha. like chill basketball okay. season. But yeah, should have played. He, he, he was nice. He was nice. Yeah. Um. <coughs> so I do want to get into this though because okay. like uh, one of the things that I did notice about you, and I, I guess I'm gonna ask you, and you know, we kind of go from there. Would you? I don't know if it's, I don't know if because most people I, I look at it this way. Don't like to uh, say this term like woke or whatever. Yeah, but I would say, would you call yourself pro black? Definitely pro black. Okay, but I, do and how you feel about the woke term? You feel like it's overused now, or like does it offend you? No, it doesn't offend me. Um, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm one of them dudes. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get caught up into the uh, the temperature. If I can say that of people's vernacular, like I like you use certain words, I don't. I'm not really moved. I like, oh, you woke people. Oh, people saying woke all the time. It's a wave. I I don't even care. Do you get it? Do you understand what this wokeness is about? Like, if if you can't, now it is a wave. You got people that say it. And they say they understand certain things, but rather than shame them or talk talk shit about them. Like, try to enlighten them. But the person who needs to be enlightened needs to be able to be receptive, too. Right. Like, I get it. You woke. You know some stuff. But here's here's a little bit more to yeah. add to it. Yeah, yeah. Know a little bit more. Like, somebody always know a little bit more well, than I, you. I man. was always told, like, even 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 when you know everything, you don't know enough. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, you, you you can always learn every day. It's, yeah. it's not. You, nobody's above learning something. You but, know what I'm saying? Man, come on, man. If, if that was the case, man, listen, bro. If... If 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 you knew as much as you knew, and it, okay, I'm one of them cats. I will say what other people want. If you knew so much, I'm not judging you from your current social status. But if you knew a lot, what's going on? If you knew so much, if you had all the answers to everything, exactly. Exactly. What's up with your social, like your living status? I'm not shitting on you for it, but if you knew a lot, you do it a little bit more. That is true. You have all the answers, you'd be living better. Come on, man. <laughs> like, 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 don't come to me talking about you know so much, but you living like shit, bro. And I think I like, cause I was like that. I always thought like it was cool when I was younger and like you be in school or teachers, even teachers mess up. Like, you teachers put the wrong answer on the board. Like, nah, it's this. Come on, man. And instead of, you know, instead of them, like, coming at you, they'll just, oh, you're right, you know, they're right. praising you about it, you know Right, right. Like, I'll respect that versus, yes, it is, you know. Yeah, like, I correct you. Man, don't be, don't be trying to correct yeah, me. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? Especially that's nowadays. It's like, don't be trying to correct me. Uh, like, okay, well, I'll let you go out there and look crazy. But that's, yeah, that's if I'm pro-black, I don't want you looking crazy. That's true. Listen to what I'm telling you. That's right. You be, I mean, that's just, that's just being true to what you are. Like, that's just who I am, man. Um, so I mean, because talking to you, obviously you've been like that, you know, for the majority of your life, right? Very stiff. But would you say a lot of your like experiences through through high school, through college, 
um, being on different coasts from being from California coast, then going to you know, Virginia, being around all you know white people, um, even playing football, mm-hmm. and like having that that having that kind of like diverse upbringing, yeah, uh, yeah, kind of like a diverse upbringing. But you've been a, you know you've been around more than it just, just black so people. happens. I always it consistently was in a, a diverse setting. Exactly. Right. The do like. Do you do you feel like you kind of have a, a different like a different perspe- perception of a lot of things that go on? I look at because it from of, every, because of that. I look at it from every uh, angle yeah, before exactly. I attach my. I mean, a lot of times, I, a lot of times I'll be the devil's advocate and try to get people to understand what these people are trying to say. Right, and right. that get mis- misinterpreted for for being a coon. Yeah, I've been true. called a coon before, bro. That's wild. And it's I like I can't picture you. I can't picture somebody calling you that. I don't, I don't yo, know son. What, what, yo, people call. I've been called a coon. I've been called to Uncle Tom. This is around when Mike Brown got killed, and these my own homeboys calling me this homeboys. But what, 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 at the time, what was your what was your opinion on Mike Brown at the time of that situation? Of how it happened? Yeah, Mike Brown shouldn't have rushed his car if he did. And, I'm like, I made a video that that's the same exact thing. And I, and I, I felt like people didn't like That's like what happened, stance. right? He rushed the car. He went to the yeah. police car. Yeah. Police dude pulled up next to him or something like that. And re- first of all, bro, I, like, I get it. I get it. I get it, bro. Like, yo, ain't no police officer going to do me this. All right. This police officer going to do you something if you yeah. think that you're going to be, you know, terminated out here. And but I, I always look at it like this. I know they say, you know, police... Supposed to protect and serve, and that's fine, right? But at the same time, you got somebody bigger and, and seems to be strong coming at you. You're not, about, you're not about to fight them. That's just, you're not, fi- bro. It's like, but nobody's gonna do that. If you got a gun, you're gonna, and you're probably gonna use it. I'm not saying that I'm not. I don't, I don't want the Mike Brown to die, obviously. Yeah. But right. the choice he made. Yeah, you may, you, smile, for every you choice, have every a action, choice. The reaction. Yes. So that action caused the reaction. Yes, and that's he it. reacted, and he should maybe he shouldn't have shot. And it's not a lot. It's not a lot of them. Them, them cases where I feel like the police is in the, not in the right, but but I wow. feel like I would have done the same thing. But this particular one, I just I never agree with the other side or our side, so to speak, where they just yeah. automatically say Mike Brown, Mike Brown. I understand he's that, that case started a lot or Trayvon case started a lot, but yeah, yeah. that Mike Brown one was something I just it could have been, like, been avoided. It could have been avoided. Like I, I hate that the boy got shot. I hate how it went down and all of that. And you, but yo, and now there is a movie. There's like a documentary out, like the ins and outs of it. I'm gonna watch it this time. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm yeah, missing, I can't. Maybe I'm I can't something. even remember. I can't even remember. It, I don't think I'm missing shit. But, I, but Mike, don't rush the car. But I seen even before that, like they had a video of him in the, in the, in the store. Yeah, they supposedly he, stole something. They were saying they were following the kid. I mean, if you still. Use, I mean, like I said, like if I if I go and I do it some time like a lot, but if I go to Walmart or something like that, and I and I I forget by mistake, I don't know for some reason, I didn't scan one of my items, right? Yeah. And they start harassing me. I can't. I can't really. I can't really blame them. Like I didn't scan an item. You know what I'm saying? Like. And I, Let you, me ask you. Can't you bite though, the bait. If if if. Okay. When we, you know us as black people. We know how we act with the Arab or the Chinese man behind the counter. Mm-hmm. If he get disrespectful. Hey, you stupid ass, uh, 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 Muslim dude, Asian dude, whatever, China man, <laughs> you 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 gonna disrespect him just because you feel like you can? Yeah. And and looking in the video, I believe Mike Brown, like he reached in there mm-hmm. and grabbed some shit. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Now do something about it. Do something about it. Yeah. I called. That's what I saw. Okay. Call the police. Now they following your ass, bro. Like you 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 kind of you kind of invited that. It's like. 
but I, I'm saying people put the target on their back and then it's, you know what I'm saying expect some some kind of different result. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't think you expect to die, but still you you knew what you was what you was doing. You knew what you was doing. You didn't know the outcome. You didn't know even what not, was even rushing the police. Like you were still on that. Nobody on some macho touch. man yeah, shit, so man, man, cool, like, man, drink some water and chill out, bro. And that's that, but that's and that's the thing that kind of get me with it. Like, <laughs> I don't mind. I understand. Like, it's a, I ain't go through all them cases. I was, but it's a bunch of cases where even the 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 guy that got shot when he was just selling CDs, something like that. Oh, Eric Garner. Now that right there, Eric Garner too. Him too. He's selling yo, cigarettes, right? yo, yo. That yo, they killed him. No, that that that's something that I can't yeah, agree with. Yeah, yeah, I'm working with that. Bro. Even I look, yeah. and I always look at it from that side because in order to, to me, in order to like really give a a, a real base on a on a story, I have to look at both sides of it, right? Yeah, definitely. I just can't see me still choking. I, no, he's subdued. Let him. Yeah, let him be. chill. Like like cuff him. That's it. If his hands is up here and he's on the ground like that, yo, his hands close enough to cuff him right up here. And just, it don't I have guess, to be behind his back. I guess to me, and I, I don't know because I'm not in his shoes. I told my sister sometimes, but she don't have this problem. But even as, if, as a cop, I just feel like it's it's not that deep of a cigarette. I'm, I'm just, I'm just sorry. Like, I, I literally cigarettes. seen people do stuff in New York. I remember a cop was chasing this guy that was on a bike in New York. And you would think, you know, a bike, it take a minute to get you. Right. He, he couldn't really get him. He pulled his gun out and he just he paid put it back in his pocket. Like, look, I ain't. I ain't. Come on, you know, It's bro. like, yeah, it's not, it's not that deep. You know, it's like, right. look, you ain't even do nothing that bad. Like, you nah, it ain't. Small, it's so. not gun worthy. Like, it's not. A so, gun hold a lot of power, bro. And and I, I've seen cops do that. And okay, what's going on? We uh, in Augusta, I'm at AU right now. Kids running the classes. Yeah, tripping. I don't know. You Something know, late. It's due at four o'clock. I don't know what they got going nah, on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so what? Like, what, what's your what's your what's your thoughts on a lot of the injustices that go on? And you could and and you don't have to just be on police cases. You could talk about even right now with uh, Antonio Brown. I don't know. I don't know if it's injustice. I don't know if it's true or not. But it just seems sometimes as if. I don't know. We get the short end of the stick a lot of times when it comes to a lot of things. We do. I feel all right. Well, man, we we want a lot of we're demanding a lot as black people, um, but we're also excusing a lot of ignorance. Mm. Um, we're trying to we want to scoot past the ignorance that we're doing and expect people to give us a full five course meal when. Y'all scooting past ignorance. You got to do this to get this. Uh, and, of course, it, it's a lot of it's, it's not fair. Like, it's really not fair. We shouldn't have to, you know, like they say, turn cartwheels and all this. Like, yeah, yeah. We shouldn't have to do that. But I feel like, you know, if we take care of our business early, education-wise, and being sound decision-makers, like I said earlier, we it makes the it makes our plate a lot easier to eat, a lot easier to eat. You know what I'm saying? We can get all the things that's 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 uh, owed to us. Um, um, I I now I remember. So I guess this is a good one too. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. I think I shared it on Mortal Masters. I think I shared your post a few times on Mortal Masters. Usually yeah. I don't share it on there unless it's like I think it's really 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 good. Yeah. Um, the Glen Hills situation with the teacher school. with the teacher. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Was it when the uh the, the teacher the kids were fighting and the, yeah, the two kids one. were fighting. Yeah, the, the boy, boy and the, the girl. girl. Yes. And I thought you broke it down like to a T. I don't think I ain't think it could be broken down any better than that. You know, yeah. I, that's why I shared it on that page. I felt like you looked at everybody comments that they was doing and you it's almost like you just said school past ignorance, right? So a lot yeah. of the comments was doing that though. Yeah. And not not Oh, not not in a bad way, but just to say, like, 
you know, one person saying, you know, well, this, that, and third, or couldn't have been my daughter, couldn't have been that. that happened? That happened back in August? It was a bit yeah, of August, yeah. In school. Okay. And um, I wish I screenshotted the, 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 the no, post. No, I'm, I'm finding it now, actually. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. So, and I just thought that was dope because, like, you really broke it down to a sign, like, all parties involved. Everybody. The, the girl, the, the, the boy, his family, her family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of things, like... But also gave you a personal opinion, but not in the sense of I'm coming at him. Yeah. Because we don't know what the hell is going on. We don't know what he did. We know backstory because it's a it's a, you know people say I seen the comments somebody said well my nephews in that my niece my niece in that class they said that he, they were bullying that boy. Do I do it make it right? Probably not. But no. at the same time, I'm now I'm more sympathetic because I remember how I was in school when yeah, you were getting bullied. Like, right. Let's let's you know keep it saying? all the way real. And, not, and then like, looking at her, I'm like, well, I don't know. She she fresh, so you know she she might have been. Just like Mike Brown, you know how you said you're feeling yourself? Right. She might have been feeling myself. Listen, said, bro, you was bad when you was, if, if this is the case. Because they were saying that she was with a group of people right. that bullies the boy. And then they, she found her ass in that room by herself. And that's how it goes. That's, See that's, what I'm that's saying? The rules. You probably was the wing link in the group who talking. And now you by yourself. And now you by yourself. And you be like, well, let me try it. Homeboy, yeah. like, no. You gonna stop this shit? People are gonna take so much. Hell yeah! And and, and you, the young kids, they ain't got no so, gauge. So they can't gauge. You know what I mean? You talking about like, and to me, and like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily condone it, but I think about it this way, right? Mm-hmm. This in this situation, and I would assume mm-hmm. this is my assumption, right? From right. the punches that I've seen, it just to me, this is a while, but I would assume she probably not bullying nobody at this point right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, right now. Probably for a good minute, that but girl making straight A's right now. And that, but that's the thing. So she, she, I hate this. And I hate to say, it, but he <laughs> taught her a lesson. No, you know? <laughs> you know she saying? has no discipline issues. She seemed like she was done after that. Like in the video, she seemed like I'm, I'm done. I'm not now, done unfortunately, unfortunately, like I, 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 I'm a progressive, and I also like to think outside of the box. Now, what could that situation do for her as far as her love relationship, like later on down the line, and how she deals with men? That she could be scared of him now. Yeah, she could be definitely be scared of it's him. A like, problem. I can't joke him because he might take it the so, wrong way and hit me. Go back to the go back to the to the root. That's what I like to look at the root. When there's a problem, look at the root. Cut, dig up the root. Let's look at it. All right. <clears throat> so you gonna have issues with 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 men probably from here on out, or you just gonna be afraid of? Them. I got beat up. Don't first of all, don't be the victim. All right. Yeah. But all right. How do we fix, well, for her to feel like she can be bullying or talking to some dude that way, where did she get it from? Where could she have gotten it and you, from? And you posted that. And I think people, and I, I, ain't look, I ain't look at all the comments on that, but you had a bunch of them. I was just trying to share it. Man. And that was funny because I, I, I knew, I think you prefaced it too in, inside, the, yeah, inside yeah. the actual post, but people automatically take that personal by saying that. Where did she get it from? On it. That's why though, yeah. All right. You know, um, I had to ask one other day. My daughter said something, right, and mm. I ain't telling by nothing. But she had said a word, and I was like, "Wait, where you, where you get that word from?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know I don't. I don't. I I, I do curse, but I don't say that that word that, she said. Yeah. And um, well, it, it doesn't matter. She said balls, and that just that threw me off. Oh, you know, we don't talk like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, "Well, where'd you where'd you get that from?" And then we, you know, she she cried because she. I guess she went tell me what she got. She's a kid. She didn't right. know, but. She got it from school, you know what I'm saying. Oh, but the thing wow. was, yeah. and I, I mean, I'm okay with that because I know how that I know how that goes. Yeah, you're gonna learn I stuff from school. Yeah, from home. Yeah. I was just happy that it didn't it didn't happen, you know, around anybody that she be around. Yeah, for real. But 
that's the thing. So go to the root. You know, anything that seems familiar, go to the root, and that, that's what you're saying. So it's, if I if I was saying that somebody came at me and said that, I can't get mad at somebody for no, saying that. You know what I'm saying? No, please don't. Can't get I can't mad. get upset. No. You know? Uh, uh, but then in the boy, too, like, I mean, I, I'm not trying to, you know, side with the boy because, I mean, it's like, dude, didn't your folks tell you, like, don't do that? You don't have to do that. That's exactly. the thing. We don't – these kids, I saw uh, Tracy Morgan said on The Breakfast Club – like the youth, they don't understand conflict resolution, bro. Mm. Like that's right. You're that's big, bro. Yeah. Like they missing that part. Let's let's keep it all the way real. Our generation kind of fuck shit up when it come to conflict resolution. Yeah, our conflict resolution was yo, see me out though, bro. Now our grandma and mama then was telling us to do that because they didn't have to worry about somebody shooting you yeah, first. True. Yeah, you feel me? You Dudes can hold their L. You feel me? But then right when two thousand. Five, six started coming. The crunk era started, and niggas was getting ass beating the club by fifty niggas. Yeah, shit changed then. So now it's like, all right, well then it, it then it turned into okay, nah, I got fifty niggas, you got fifty niggas, we all gonna hit like Russians. We ain't hit like Russians crashing out. Then it became twenty niggas seeing one nigga. Yeah, one nigga. No, I got a gun. All uh, twenty y'all ass gonna run if I shoot. You feel me? And that's on the grand scheme. Now, from in the room scheme, the culture changed too. Girls started getting more sassy. Niggas started getting sassy too. <laughs> so it was like, yo, I got to outdo you. My comments got to be a little bit, they got to have a little bit more sting and see who can have the most wittiest comment or yeah. the nasty, get the wow moment, get the ooh, is that? Like, nah. As opposed to, it, was, it became lame to resolve conflict. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Verbally. Yeah. It never was cool to listen to how you feel. Why you feel like this about me, bro? And actually give the person the floor to say how you want to say it and then allow me to respond. You went to the Seagull, huh? Who? who uh, did you, what, seventh grade? What year did you graduate? I mean, graduate, yeah. Yeah, I graduated oh, 09. When you went to Seagull in seventh grade, who was your, what team were you on? I was on 7B. Did you have, no, I was going to say, I had Mr. Lee as my science teacher. Major Lee, he had the glasses. He, I think he probably went to be a, a, a teacher, um, a principal. Anyway, he taught us how to debate hmm. science. About It was science. He taught us how to debate science. But in that, I learned how to hear a, pe- a person's full thought before I come in and try to cut them off. That's why I never really got in fights in high school like that. Nah, I want to hear what you're saying. Now, when you say that shit, stand on it. And be able to prove that shit. If I'm a bitch, you, you gonna show you gonna you gonna show show me I'm a bitch. Please do. You feel me? But um, I, I want to hear why you feel like that too. That is funny. Let me tell you, I'm breaking yeah. real quick, right? It's funny because yeah. he said that he I turn on, turn it off. <laughs> so just now, like you didn't sound refreshing right now. You nah. <laughs> anybody when y'all hear this, it's gonna sound crazy. Like I like that though. Like yeah, that's dope, like though. like listen, bro. Like I told you, I've had my share of mistakes. I've made mistakes. I've I've lived the past. Along this journey so far, bro, like everything, I've always had uh, a better understand. Not even a better understand. I knew better. I chose to do what wasn't better for me. That was a choice I made. And anything that came with it, I had to understand. My daddy taught me accountability early. Yeah, you made the definitely. bed. Go ahead, jump your ass right off in it and, and deal with everything that come along with that. All right? So... 
anything that I'm dealing with in the streets. Because I done been in the streets for real in Augusta. You feel me? In and out because I ain't, Augusta's too little for me. You feel me? But anywhere else that I went and I'm out here for real, I'll be out here in uh, 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 the club one night or I'm in the hood one night. The next morning I'm on my job. You feel me? I turn it on, turn it right, off. Right, right, right. That, that's, that's, you know, I chose that path. I, I like living on the edge like that. You know what I'm saying? I used to. I mean, it's just now that I'm older and I'm being wiser, it's like you move a lot different. You know what I'm saying? Because the quickest way to your goal is a straight line. To anything is a straight line. Why curve it? So, I mean, that's a good segue, too, because I wanted to, I know I wanted to end on, the, on these mm-hmm. few topics, right? So you talk about, you know, living on the edge, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, making your bed, you lay in it. Anything right. that comes with it, you take it on, right? Right. It's Kasha 6 9 <laughs> uh, what's, what's, your, what's, your, what's your thoughts on, on that, man? Six nine, man. You talk too much. <laughs> but and and do you and do you do you? All right, so a couple questions. What's your thoughts on it? Do you label him a snitch, and or, or do you blame the people that's around that was around him because they knew he wasn't built like that? First of all, well, forty eight laws of power says don't. Uh, show no uh, loyalty to no one single person. Don't don't show all your loyalty to one person. Um, Takashi Six Nine, like I think he, I think he knew the entire time that yo these dudes is out here to get me, bro. Like they ain't really rocking with me. I got money mm. now, you know what I'm saying? So y'all out here, I knew y'all was trying to hit my girl. I knew y'all was trying to smash on the low. I knew y'all was trying to shoot me or, or, or set me up. and You know, I seen y'all handling business sloppy. You know what I'm saying? So with people seeing that or with him knowing that deep down, I know he don't probably know shit about the 48 Laws of Power, but he just know that seeing that these dudes trying to do this to me on the low while I'm free, all right, I go to jail. Nah, I got something better for you. Right, right. You You telling. But do I owe you that loyalty though? I mean, that's a good point though. I mean, do, I, do, do, I'm, no, seriously, do he I, owe I would, you, do he owe them dudes his loyalty? I don't think he. I don't think he does. No, not Hell not, no. not not him. I I only compare this to another situation with uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Guy Fisher or Nicky yeah. Barnes. Yeah, Nicky yeah. Barnes and telling on yeah, him because told. they were smashing his girl. Right now, that situation I call it a snitch because you were in the streets for yeah, real. You, you were actually a real certified yeah. street dude at that time. Yeah, I don't really consider. Six nine that a snitch. So I I don't I don't I don't put him in the same parameters. He's not he a he's, not, he's he's there you go. But so, but so are they though. Right, they were. <laughs> so, but if if Takashi now if you take on this street image, bro, like I just said, you make the bed, laying it, you yeah. gonna walk it, walk well, gonna it. do sometime probably. Oh, at some point or another, at, at some point, but he's. When he get out, he gonna be the biggest superstar ever. It's Watch. funny. I, I actually think so. I Watch think when he get out, people are still gonna rock with him because you got, you got people that's on the fence. The same conversation we having. It's a lot of people having that same conversation, and the youth, the younger niggas who don't give a fuck about snitching. Watch Force Forty Eight and see how many niggas snitching. How many? How old they is? Eighty percent, man. All right. It's <laughs> it, it's it's you got a lot of cats that listen to his music and they actually want him to be out. They don't give it's and then you got niggas that don't even care whether or not he snitch. They don't care about that. Come outside and make some music. <laughs> That's wild to me, bro. That's the wildest thing ever, man. But it's a different time, different morals. Exactly. And so now that he 
did what he had to do to get out of prison, dog, he gonna be the biggest thing ever because it's a lot of people that don't care one way or the other. I feel like DJ Vlad gonna be ready to interview him ASAP. DJ Vlad is the person who got him in the prison. I see you, po- you posted that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. He's DJ the one Vlad. that helped He helped get him He's there. definitely the feds. Uh, he the He's definitely the feds. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> all these, listen, directly or indirectly, all of these social media, all of these media, you know, interview people, they the, the police. The, the craziest thing I've seen um, was, it was a dude that got shot like nine, ten times, one of YG yeah. Um, rappers. Yeah, and the TMZ about. person asked YG, he said, Hey, so what's gonna happen to the guys that shot him? And IG was like, bro, don't don't ask me that. You know, what, what is wrong with you? Don't ask me that. Like, what what, what, do you, what do you mean? Like, don't ask me that on camera anyway. You know what I'm saying? But that's the reality. Of- but I mean, it's certain ways. That, you know, if you wanna, I mean, how- as a journalist, I understand. But yeah. at the same time, be, like Vlad, I feel like with even though he's a journalist, so to so to speak, it's not really journalism, but whatever. But that's what this is. I about. respect his hustle. Uh, definitely, I respect him. He got good content. But, but I don't I just, think these guys, I don't these guys are smart, but they're not really smart. Some of them if you some wanna, of them going in and they, they already know, like, I'm not answering that question. Yeah, but answer it. But it also the first 48 also states talks about selective honesty too. Mm. Hey, so, hey, that's a good point. Selective honesty. Because people say that sometimes, like, well, you lied you told me half truth or I don't no. think that's true. If I tip, like, no, I'm honest about what I want you to know. You only know how much I give you. I'm not lying. That don't make me a liar. I just told you what I wanted you to know. Now, you can be smart and actually just wait and dig deeper or yeah. just wait and let me talk because it also talks about in that same book. You let somebody talk long enough, they're going to yeah. show their hand. That's true. You feel me? That is true. So, you know... That's kind of how I live my life. I live my life like off a lot of Robert Greene takes. But you know, it's funny when you read the books, and sometimes like I feel like for me, I I never read a book, but some of that stuff they talk about, I've I had done, I've done already. I learned that just from just from just from life. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Learn that yeah, 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 definitely. But I do think that's you, good but to you're read. Unconscious of it, cause it yeah, yeah, exactly. Like because yeah. you don't know what you're doing, mm. you don't know how to put it in words. Like, but you saying like let people talk, yeah. and show their hand. You might have did that plenty of times in plenty of situations, but not knowing, not knowing. That, that that's the term for it. So now, nah, since we're talking about that, and and we were talking about social issues and all of that, that's where I feel like, you know, that's the divide. Like, yo, we need to be first of all, if we gonna be woke and all of that stuff, you need to understand what consciousness is. You need to understand what subconsciousness is, and you also need to know what unconsciousness is. You need to understand how to utilize it. Mm-hmm. Utilize your consciousness and your subconscious or well, unconsciousness and what it's about and all of that decision making. All of that plays a part into the reasons why things are going how they are for us today. We don't understand the the power that that being conscious holds, bro. People, we don't even understand what power is. People, people understand power as manipulation. Or, or or the more powerful person in the room is like a master manipulator. No, they're not. They just know how to play their cards. What would, what would you define power as? The uh, mm, power. And I only ask that question because obviously I don't know if y'all watch Power, but I do. Yeah. Um, but I think, and one thing about power, I think I always say, and I think people don't look at it look at it that way, is the fact that yeah, it goes to main character, but it's so many. Like to me, the the, the name of the show is so is dope because. You see, in many scenes, people have a chance to have power in mm-hmm. many, in just different little things. Like, yeah. I think last I, episode, the guy, the, like he, he made, he had the power to make his daughter's mom mm-hmm. relapse. Right. 
Do you know what I'm saying? But that was that's power. You know what I'm saying? But even but was it but was it was it for some gain? What what was the gain from it? She, I think she's a better lawyer to him, and I think that she was on the verge of letting split custody. So he knew if he get her to do relapse, that he gets full custody again. So to him, his daughter is power. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So the the my definition of power would be the ability to gain the upper hand, if not. an ultimate goal or an ultimate uh, a result from your current situation or circumstance based on what's given around you. You might be a dictionary. I don't know. Write that down. Hey man, one twenty three. Read like my old boy say, man. Read. You know a little something. They can't take it away from you. Now, that was funny. You really, man. You made a whole definition just now for real. Hey. Mm-hmm. Make sure I put this out, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I want to uh, let me go a little lighter, man. So um, in on a good note though, like me and you um. While back with the discussion, I actually so let me tell you why I even made this post, right? Yeah, we was talking about runs. That's what I was talking about, right? Just runs. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I prefaced it because I, I it was in a, one of them groups. Yeah, so I just went in my own. I don't, I don't like being was it like was that. it in uh, the sidebar group? So, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So I went and just made a, the runs. I was like, let me take my runs now, mind you. I am, you know, up north. So I'm, yeah. and, and that's to me, that's a random music industry for a long time. So yeah. I just started from '90s. I said, well, DMX mainly. It could have been Mace DMX. It could probably split, but yeah. I say DMX because he all the records he sold, and he just on top, right? Right. I think I said DMX. I think I said Ja Rule. Then I think I said Fifty Cent. Then I think, regardless of the fact, I know that was a three. You know. Yeah. And um, I in in the midst of that, I think you came on. I was like, well, the the time period. You was like, Outcast was. Top at that time, right? Yeah, and we went kind of back and forth just on. Um, and funny thing, we couldn't we, we didn't really do numbers because honestly, they they they, they, they kind of the same. Outcast yeah. got higher numbers than him, honestly, though. Um, but the thing was, I was looking at it from a, a cultural standpoint of where I was at. Yeah, I'm thinking about when I was fifth grade and I think Put It On Me came on once in the park. I remember like the day that goes yesterday, yeah, and it was number one for like I don't know how long, right? Outcast was number one. To, you know, so I'm I'm, th- I'm looking at once in the park at the time as being like a, you know a, a music meter for us. You know, right, back right, then we right. cared about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did I know Outkast? Yes, I, I loved the Sarmans Jackson and, and I, I but I wasn't. It wasn't like we was blasting that in New York. Nah, it's ja Rule. We gonna was, blast you know Ja Rule. Even right. if, even if it is, even if it is put it on me. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna blast. So I but I went and did my research. I went and looked up at it, which why athletes when I be commenting, I kind of be kind of came to a commonality of just the fact that it's there's two different um, coasts. Yeah. But when I looked at it, Outkast actually sold more than him. Definitely, they sold ten million. Uh, they they had uh, Get Rich Die Trying numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I'm telling and, you. And then yeah, I didn't which know album? That, that, that was Aliens? No, that was um Southern Player Listed. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I didn't know that because I guess they didn't, they didn't maybe maybe they sold over time. I'm not sure if it was like a short stance with you know like Fifty Cent did like I think ten million in like mm-hmm. six months. Mm-hmm. That's something big. I don't know how how what time period, it was, but it was like early nineties. Like, I want to say like 94, Yeah, so 94. even so, even even when 94, 95. I think I said put it on me. You you mentioned um not Miss Jackson. I think you might do it. So whole world. I want to say it, it was one. Of, oh no, fr- so fresh, so, so clean. fresh, so clean. That's what you mentioned, right? Yeah. And at the time, I, I just I wasn't thinking about. It. I know the song about probably by heart too. Yeah. So I'm not thinking about that because, like I said, yeah. But me knowing the song by heart, should, should that told me that it was a, a big record, huge man. So fresh, so clean. Nah, back in Augusta, man. First of all, when I first moved to Augusta, man, like that's when I I kind of when I first moved to Augusta, ATLians had just came out, and the Spodio de Dopalicious was on there, and I heard it. I heard the instrument, the instrumental, and I'm like, yo, this like 
I'm 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 new to Southern music. Right. Like Pastor Troy and stuff is out, and I'm like, yo, these niggas is tight. <laughs> like, yo. So then I learned about Outkast, and I'm like, man, like who are these cats? So my dad knew already knew, and being a Georgia dude, he kind of already knew. He put me. I was on Goody Mob first. Yeah, I like Goody Mob. Um, very, very influential. What album was that? The uh, so full. No, after Soul Food, right after Soul Food. What was that album called? It was it's black and gray on the cover. Can't think of it. But anyway, uh, I learned about Goody Mob first because they don't dance no more. Came out. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Got you. I got was you, that was you, my you, first you, you. song I heard because I was at Rollins Elementary School in shout third out to grade. Shout out to Rollins. Shout out to Miss Her. All the Halls family. <laughs> all that man. WT was happening, bro. Uh, Man, heard her heard that, and then that's when I learned more about who you know Goody Mob was. But then it wasn't until you know, I, well, no, I learned. I, I would listen to their albums, and I listened to the things that they say, and I'm like, oh, these things is so deep. And me, I was always been a deep cat, always been wise, but I I could never connect the dots. I think the dots were being drawn at the time, right, 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 for the picture. And once I got older, I connected the dots, and now I got a picture, and I see, yo, that's what these folks talking about. But that's the beauty ones. of music, though. Like, imagine, imagine that, like, art. You telling somebody like Goody Mob would, would kind of con- put the dots there for me, and you know, man, art, bro. That's amazing, though. Like, but that even, album still standing. Even when you think about Outkast, out- I guess, I guess I never, I never, I never. They, to me, they was always a a, 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 du- a group, a duo. I guess they would call it. I mean, I call it a group. People say duo, but I just call it a group. I think that's kind of weird to say duo, but I call it a group. Um, Definitely a group. And, I mean, I would I would assume probably one, if not the best group of all time, maybe the best. I would group say so. I would say all so. Time. And like, I only say that because like, yeah, like people try not to give Outkast their credit and, and just say you know they are a duo, not a group. So now you're just picking anybody got two people. And they, yeah, that's like, that's bullshit. They yeah, tell you that. That's weird. Outkast is a group. I look, I look at all them as a group. Like, I look at them as a family. Like, that's, that's that's like a. Like a set, like I don't know. Outcast, like a like a set out of Goody Mob. You got Outcast, you got Goody Mob, and then you got Slim Calhoun. You got uh 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 um, what's the cat? Not Black Thought. What's uh uh, Big Rube? Um, all them boys. That's Dungeon Family. But then you have Organized Noise, bro. I like them, yeah. They were influential, bro. That's Dungeon Family. Organized, Dungeon Family, bro. (laughs) They might be one of them. When we were talking earlier about you know. Having them hidden gems, hidden, hidden yeah. that, that's organized noise. Organized yeah, noise, definitely. man. Like people don't, eh, man. I, and I'm, not, I'm not even that culture in that kind of music, but I, I've heard of them so many times, and I watch documentaries on them. And man, they've been they, making noise, and they've been they've been rocking shit. Just people don't really look deep into the discography. And then it's like you were saying too, like you know, you look at and. I think media had back when they had more control. I think we got more control now. Yeah. But me had more control back then. Whatever they wanted you to see, what you saw. So like. Me even saying like, okay, well, Jawa, this is Jawa run. If I really take time to look at every artist around that time, I might pick somebody else based off do my own research. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But media going to let me think that Jawa was in front of me. Yeah, he's a big artist. They pull the money. But this, 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 that yeah, exactly. And you, 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 man, you know, like the industry, like bro, Outcast was damn near on the Chitlin circuit. The South was the Chitlin circuit, basically. Yeah. Everything that ran music, that mainstream was up north and west coast. Everything. Yeah. And Midwest, too. Because, I mean, uh, Bones, Thugs, and Harmony put a big dent in, in and Twister. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. put a big dent in, in the music industry as far as uh, 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 um, the, for the Midwest. And then, so when the South came in, when Outkast came in, and 
Because people be talking about like No Limit and Master P was out before them. No, kid. No, it Outcast it kicked even it off for the South. Do you even think about back in 94? I think that's when. Uh, Andre 3000, he was he said that like the stop got something to that say. That was 90 like six. But even in even okay, but I think it was ninety six. Well, yeah, I don't know. It was, was Pac alive? Source, source awards. Okay, Pac, I don't know if he was alive yet, but I know that that award show when Suge said the stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think people was they was thinking that JD you know ran the South kind of like you know at the time. But I feel like yeah, I mean, he JD did. he's good. He did. He's mainstream good, but he's though. Not, Outcast didn't go mainstream first. Yeah, they had like a. To me, they had a slow grind. Yeah, but that's why when you have so fresh on headland and below. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I think too, like I said, but that's also to me that's 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 doing part to media because even as JD came out again, um, with Welcome to Atlanta, like you know all that stuff like that. Yeah, that's weird to me. The Outcast not on that. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, you know, it's weird to me when you have that on there. But I get it, especially around the time because they were hot, hot. They was hot. They was hotter than they ever been. Exactly. Like it was big. Well, I wish I actually want to know what they feel about not being on that record. Welcome to Atlanta. They are Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would say that I, would, I don't think they would have a problem with it. No, I don't, they, 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 they don't care. It about just stuff don't like that. fit. Like I don't think they, they fit for Welcome to Atlanta. Because if they, if they say Welcome to Atlanta, if they do the Welcome to Atlanta, their Welcome to Atlanta is going to be about East Point, Georgia, and that Welcome to Atlanta, that Chris Lover, well, Ludacris, yeah, you yeah. don't know that's what it was called, uh, Ludacris, and Jermaine Dupree was talking about. That was a lot of the, like that was it was mainstream as hell. Yeah, you're right. It's mainstream record. Yeah, too much strip clubs and just regular stuff. Yeah, but it was dressed up. Hell, like, come on, go, man. Listen to all the old Goody Mob Outcast albums. That's the real Atlanta. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. They, they. So you would say they paint a different picture of what we what we already thought Atlanta was. Yeah, just kind of talk about that instead of giving us the real. Welcome to Atlanta came out. Oh, Atlanta's this. Okay, they ain't say nothing about Freak Nick though. (laughs) They didn't say nothing about that. Mm-hmm. Now that makes sense though It makes sense But you know And I honestly I guess until That conversation we had And it's funny how Like That's why I, Even on paper Like I don't ever I don't ever go back and forth With a debate But When it's music I will If I feel like The yeah, people are feel, work. Yeah. So that's why I will go back and forth Because I, I know That y'all know music If somebody don't I, I really just I might, not, I might not respond I might not like it So you think I agree yeah, with you, you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. I don't have the energy To do that But With that one And it made me go back And, and actually Like actually Research them And it was it was real telling. Like I didn't know that it was as big as as as, as and I thought it was big, but I didn't know they was that big. You know man, what I'm saying? Outcast, man. Because you ask somebody from, and this is and this not and the RP the prodigy. You know this is not this is nobody, but like if you ask a random person that just like like rap rap, who the best group? They gonna pick somebody like Mob Deep, even though the oh, catalog yeah, is nowhere near Outcast though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I I guarantee you, if they pick Mob Deep, um, just knowing how the the, the scene looked like back then. Let's say if Outkast wasn't on the chilling circuit, and they were exactly. they were mainstream with exactly. Mob Deep and a lot of those other duos. Then you make a lot of sense when you say that yeah, because even even those songs back in the day, it was like this, and I and they, they slip up. They still do it now. Um, this is why, like, even I think with like the with the Raymond Nicki Minaj thing, which is why I really say Nicki lost because she had a song with Lil Wayne, Drake, and her on there. With the, I think Charlamagne God stood up and said it one time. They had that our heart package that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, yeah, and it's, they still didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? They like, do nothing. They put it in your face. So some songs you have, you, you wonder like, I would never like this song, but it, it be in your face so much you start listening. You, you, start, you, you have, have yeah, to. It grows on you. And that one didn't do it. So no. like, you know, how, you know how bad a song gotta be to not to for not you, for you to not even feel <laughs> it at to all. Feel the it's package. Like, 
I done heard this over three months. And still exactly. Like so that, and I think that's 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 kind of the point I'm making. So with Outcast being able to have that sound without that, yeah, up against that though, yeah. still because you still against you still against artists that have that package from oh, where you at. Yeah, 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 for real. Yeah. So you gotta give people credit for that. You know, gotta, yeah. almost like you said, we talked earlier, and you was like how that quarterback is better than that quarterback. You put them mm-hmm. in different situations. Yeah. So that kind same of, I think, thing. Think that's exactly just like that. Just like that, bro. And I mean. I don't know. I mean, now if you look now looking at the music game now and who who runs things and who, like, I don't think Young Thug get enough credit. He, I don't think so either. He, yeah. It's growing, still, and that's the thing. That's the beauty about his 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 career. Like his his the and he's he's smart about how he's putting out music. He makes you wait. He's definitely smarter than what people perceive him. Definitely, to be. he makes you tell. wait and he makes you long for it. You know what I'm saying? You know. 48 laws of power increase your honor with absence. All right, let me just wait. And then they always he always put it out right out around summertime, the end of the summer. He, his 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 fan base goes up, then up. Yeah, it's it's constantly going up. It's constantly growing. But people don't appreciate his artistry enough. Like people don't appreciate his lyricism enough. Yeah. They do got lyrics, bro. Now a lot of times you got to be from Georgia to even understand. <laughs> Half of the the terminology or the lingo that he they use using a lot of times you got to be from Atlanta to yeah, understand. It ain't yeah. I can be from dead ass Augusta, Georgia. Don't know what this nigga talking about. I think I give him respect just off this fact that hearing other rappers that I and I respect just off my 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 um I guess opinion of them. Yeah. When a rapper you respect. Talking about another rapper, like saying that they they, they really real. Yeah. That also give you, I, I, I give you more points for that because now I know you about what you talk about. Serious, so if yeah. you if you don't if it if it if it sounds shaky, all right, cool. But you about it, so yeah, it yeah. sounds cool now. Yeah, you know yeah, saying? I can I can respect it. More. Yeah, yeah. And, and I respect your own everything way. about the and not once, man. I I've been there. I just feel like he's he's hundred percent real. Place. Like everything that it, people gave him hell for wearing female clothes or whatever. You know, I respect it on a different level. All right, you grew up with dirt on your neck. You grew up dirt, dog, poor, nothing. Anybody that have been on Cleveland Avenue, John Burr South, you know that place is different. It's different, bro. So then you get a so you get to a certain tax bracket. So you can't tell me nothing, right? Yeah, and. Then you know Atlanta is like the fashion Motown, the Motown of fashion. So it's like okay, let's go over, overseas and let's see what the Englishmen are wearing, yeah. the Spaniards are wearing, I'd and like put our put itself. our swag on it. And you go over there, they wearing female clothes. But I just like the fact that he marketed but it's not himself clothes, though. though. <laughs> like, he ain't need to label to mark him or market him or you know what I'm saying, hey, wear this, wear that. He did what he wanted to do and it, it actually worked for him. Yeah, bro. It it's a lot of time you talk about young thug and him having new music out. They just, just talk about him. You know what I'm saying? He, just off of that alone. Oh, you talking now he don't have no, no music? No, oh, it was time when he didn't have new music. Oh out. yeah, and, and he's he's somehow he's what he's doing. But it's just it's it's his antics, bro. He knows how to market himself. Yeah. He's smart. He's learned from Birdman. And I respect that though. Like, I said I respect it. Um, yeah. I made a comparison yesterday. I've, I've been doing. I've been saying it for years. If people like see me on Facebook, I said it and people skipped over it. But Atlanta, uh, uh, Young Thug is this generation. Is this generation's prince? He's this generation's prince. Prince. I can see that. I can see that. Not because he just wear female clothes. Uh, yeah, listen no, to the artist. No, 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 no. But, but that plays a part into it. Yeah, you, you think that automatically? Like, yeah. like off the rip. Look at it. The dude thought wear dresses. He wear. He admitted to wearing female clothes. 
Prince was wearing platform shoes, bell bottoms, like like loose gotcha type bell bottoms, with the chest out playing the guitar and will smash your moms. Yes, yeah, wow. Like with your dude, <laughs> with her husband at the concert. That's crazy. Real talk. Like she gonna go home, fuck your daddy, and think that Prince was singing to her. <laughs> Thug got that same effect, bro. That's funny though. Man. <laughs> And I and I and I say it because Chris Brown is our Michael Jackson. Yeah, people got people. What's your thoughts on that? People got fifty a lot of flack for that. For saying what? Oh, I get. I don't think it was the comparison he made. I think he was just saying like Chris Brown was better, better than Michael Jackson. I think. I mean, he might. He. I don't. It's hard. It's hard to say when you got the original. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like saying somebody better than Michael Jordan. It's hard to really say that because they did it first. Um, I can see it though. I, I mean, I think of, I I the, MJ it. got the, the the better catalog of music. I think um, bigger catalog of music. I say, I uh, say better. Um, I'm not a big Chris Brown. I would say fan. That his his catalog of music has sold more. Yeah, I say that. Yeah, it's it's, it's more simply because it's Michael, and he started the Jackson Five, goddamn dancing machine. Like the little black boy with the fro who can dance, and he. Can, I think it's unfair to compare. It's, it's, really not, it's definitely it, unfair. Yeah, because Brown was young, but he wasn't young, young. Mike was young, young, singing and, and, like a grown and, and, man. And you know what actually helped it? Michael Jackson was post civil rights movement, so that helped a lot. Yeah, back. I think anything. So, and that's funny to my music, right? So back then, you didn't have to take a stance on nothing. Yeah, no. Back then, that's why I always like Muhammad Ali. You didn't have to take a stance on nothing. You nah. could just put music out. You don't care, but. I do get Mac a little flack for making making some song like he made some kind of like song where you would think is he had, it's a stance, Michael but it's Jackson. not a stance. Yeah, just like looking at Mary in the Mirror or um, they don't really care about us. It's like yeah. you really, you just it's like just to sell records, or whatever. But well, like no, nah, it, it was definitely it was kind of it was kind of uh, liberated. He was telling folks like, but I think he was talking about the 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 uh, the powers that be. Yeah, the elites. yeah, yeah. They don't care about us. He's trying to tell y'all, like, I'm around this money. I'm seeing this money. I'm seeing what these folks doing to y'all. They I think, don't care I about think, y'all. I think Moonwalk, what to, I think that was, a, that was, if you listen to the album, I think that was a stance album anyway. On, yeah, to, definitely. To a lot of power. So, yeah. Um, even watching the videos, um, I don't know if y'all into it. Might no, yeah, like that, I but, know what you're talking about. I know, you know that. That video where, you know, all the, all the animals is coming. Like, yeah, bro. Like, 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 just leave me alone. Symbolism. Yeah, I like so I like even um Speed Demon. All of, all those all those was like they meant something. You know it, there saying? is a you know get, subliminal message in it. I only give Mike the edge because like I and I probably post a video today. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all now, right? It's mm. my daughter, my youngest daughter. She'll she'll come and be like Michael Jackson. I don't I don't play him. I don't like she just happened to find him one time. Yeah. And, like she just like it. Forever. And it's a, it's amazing how this music is old and it catches these young. We kids. watch Speed Demon every day. Yeah. That's the one she picked, and she keep asking me, "Who's that?" I'm like, it's "Not catchy. Buzz Bunny, but it looked like Buzz Bunny." Well, you and know it what make saying? it make you wonder what's catchy about it. I, I don't, the, I really don't same, know. The same reason why Thriller caught us. Yeah, yeah, she liked Thriller too. So yeah, don't know what it is, but it just sounds damn good, and you don't hear it like that no more. So it's like nah. some things is one lifetime. It's once a lifetime. Yeah, Thug is once in a lifetime. He's an alien, for <laughs> real. At alien. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, this is dope. This is dope. Yeah, man. I'm, man, this this right here, man. I was I've been looking forward to this for like. I knew it was gonna be good though, just because of yeah. the vibe that you know me, me and you speak. Yeah. We don't know it, know each other. It's my yeah, first time meeting him, but personally, well, face to face with you. But yeah. I always knew. Listen, like I said, like earlier, like I'm a spiritual bro, like for real, for real. Like people be talking spiritual. You still go to church. I'm not sitting on you for it, but whatever. I get I, what you're saying. Yeah. I me 
like I'm, I've been a, blessed to be around a lot of Africans in Houston and just throughout my life people always look at me so strange like I come in the room they like and they or anything I say they just so I know what divine energy is about I know a divine spirit when I'm around it you right. know what I'm saying and I'm always an I've always been like an uplifting type of person you know what I'm saying like I don't really like I don't shit on people but I will tell you the truth you know what I'm saying but if a person's energy is right, you feel me, and your frequencies vibe on a real, because frequencies is a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Vibrations are a real. People say vibe. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. You saying vibrations? Like they don't know the root. They, that's a root word. They exactly. Don't know it, yeah. And me understanding that if vibrations move at a certain speed, scientifically, the only thing that can mess it up is something slower. So if I feel like your energy is right on Facebook with more than the masters, and it, it means well, the only person that can stop that. Is somebody who hating on you? Yeah. You feel me? So if I see something positive, add more to it. So uh, make it unstoppable, bro. Yeah. Unstoppable, bro. Makes sense. Can't nobody stop this man unless they just real deal hating on you or it's something you ain't doing, which That's is also true. a negative frequency. Like if you start bullshitting, bro, it's yeah, gonna know, be a wrap. Right? <laughs> so go up from here, man. You gonna go up? You know, yeah. I, I try to definitely pay attention to the content I'm putting out. So and Most this is definitely. funny. This is good because this is we did this for like. We've been talking about it, but he told me to come home, homecoming. I was like, well, we'll do something based around that, but that's not my basis of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really just, to, it's really about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just happened to work out that way. And, you know, it's, it's wild. Like, sometimes, man, if you're not, if you're not really conscious of the frequencies that are in the room, it is just, just good energy be all everywhere. The, it, meaning, we came here with, with he came here with an uh, uh, agenda to talk to, about me with, you know, particular or certain topics, right? Yeah. But we kind of been all over the place because it's just like, like it. And the I energy like it. high, yep. bro. You can't con- you can't control it. You can't really control it, bro. It's just when people is in the room and we having good conversations, bro. Why? Why fuck that up? Just talk. You know, and I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this. So I, I was talking to another podcast, a shout to Slim, um, other mm-hmm. day. What's and we were talking about that, and yeah. <laughs> it's like this, right? So. I I don't I trying to write I write notes while I'm doing it and trying mm-hmm. to put too much notes. I don't want to put like one two three four five. Say okay, we talk about this now. Talk about this now. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not no, it don't, it fit, don't right? work like that. No. So even I have, I've had conversations sometimes when like say the opposite. That's what you talk. They talk to women, whatever. Yeah, going through some whatever. So they write their thoughts down so that yeah. I can talk about it. Right. Yeah. It's always it's always. I don't like the vibe when because I feel like what's next or what's next. Like I'm always right. thinking about that rather than a regular conversation where you just flowing. It just flow, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't want to. I, I rather I, I'm not thinking about the time. Yeah, I'm not let, looking at okay how much. You know let what I'm the ideas and stuff carry the conversation and to so where you're trying to go at. I try to make it with no parameters. <laughs> no, as yeah. long as that person say don't don't talk about that, then that's different. But even that won't throw me off. It just I won't. I'll be respectful in that sense. But oh, real? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, that's what I try to do. So that's the that's the main thing. Like all my podcasts, it's, it's all different. Like that's why I have half our black power because I'm not gonna talk about black issues like every single yeah, you know yeah, every yeah. episode. But that one will. Yeah. You know, or fine nights. I'm not gonna talk about um, real stuff all the time. I might just have might have fun and talk about um, stuff in media. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. What and I got my own. But Man, just, I'm gonna encourage you just while I'm here because I used to do this a lot when I you know a long time ago where people just shut me down for it. But I'm going to encourage you, you know, make make it a, 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 a priority to make it out there to Texas, bro. Mainly Dallas. Mainly Dallas. Get That's to funny. Dallas, I bro. I said on Twitter the other day, too, and I Get said to I want to go. Yo, podcast run, Dallas. 
they don't even listen to the radio. I like that. Sound for like the, 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 yeah. the intellectual folk. Even, even the intellectual, right now, it's just the culture. The culture is definitely podcast like driven, bro. The second, the second person told me that just like, you know, you would do, you know, not saying you have to move, but just, you know, nah. go visit go there. network. Yeah, I'm That's the name of the game. Network. It's not about what you know, it's who you know. That makes sense. I got a lot of vacation time too. Might need well, to use bro. that. Maybe. Hey, 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 it's, it's, it's a lot of people that know something that, that you don't. Now, I believe that. Definitely. 100%. And they're going to get you where you need to go, bro. 100%, man. Um, This was dope. Yeah, if you want anybody to tell them to follow you or, you know, what you want to do. Oh, man. Hey, uh, yeah, check me out. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like I'm somebody now. I get to tell you all my social medias, man. Listen, uh, you already check me out on Twitter, bro. Uh, I got two separate Twitters. I got uh, a rated R Twitter, then I got a business Twitter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey. So, uh, yeah, I want them parental discretion. You know what I mean? Uh Check me out on my rated rated R Twitter at uh, Sticky Fingers S T I C K Y underscore Fingers F I N G A Z one. Um, yeah, that sound rated R. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, my crazy. my uh, Pass Elite Sports Training. Uh, check that Twitter out. Pass Elite Sports Training at gmail.com. That's all you gotta type in, or just you'll see me on there as Coach E. Instagram. I'm Uptown Easy. Um, e A Z Y. Snapchat. Uh, up UPT underscore E A Z Y one, uh, or Corbin Dallas, um, for all my fifth element people out there, and yeah, or Facebook, Eric Itson, man, E I T S O N, Eric Itson, yeah, yeah. E is silent, but it's there, E is silent, drop the E and read it, man, <laughs> straight up. All right, man, more the masters podcast was dope, man. You gotta come on again next time you come in the city. Oh, man. definitely, I would not miss a beat, man. All my AUG people, man, y'all stay up. If whenever I leave, I just want to leave y'all with this, bro. Like y'all continue being the city of soul, bro. Let people know that, man. Don't be ashamed of that. We the soul city of the world, man. And if we start living it and start showing it to one another, bro, I promise you, shit will get better. People can't stop that.